Good morning, Glenn Clark Radio. I'm Glenn. He's Griffin. Hi, how are you? This is the one I wanted to show you yesterday, but uh, John Colson left it sitting in his car until the show was over. Thanks, John. That's the new print issue of Pressbox. You okay over there, pal? I don't like when you make that face. Yeah, just my camera's not on for some reason. Your camera's not on? I mean, it's not on. It's just showing a, a blank screen? It, and we oh, didn't notice that we, we didn't notice that before the show started? No, it, it was on when the show started, or before the show started, and then as soon as I switched to our scene, it was just you. <laughs> Here's this! New print issue of Pressbox. It's got Kevin Willard on the cover. Stan the Fan and I sat down with the new Maryland basketball coach for a lengthy conversation about his new job, what's ahead, why it is that area convenience stores might want to be stocked up on chewing gum. Great chat. Really good chat with Kevin Willard. Uh, Covered a lot of ground. He was very honest about certain things. Um... We couldn't get the whole thing. I mean, we chatted for, I want to say, 45 minutes to an hour. It was a really great chat. And for space reasons, we weren't able to put the entire conversation in. For example, um, one of the things that got cut, I shared it on Twitter yesterday. I asked uh, Kevin Willard if he remembered um, when he played at Pitt, they played Maryland in the 1996, I want to say it was, Rainbow Classic out in Hawaii. And I said, hey, do you remember anything about that game? And he was like, uh, nah, I don't, honestly. He said, why? I was like, well, I... I I don't mean to, to bring up anything, a sore subject, but you missed a late runner against Maryland, and Maryland went on to win because of it. And he was like, yeah, that sums up my playing career. And I said, that's a really great, I love that. I love the honesty about that from Kevin Willard. Um, you'll find that right now at your neighborhood, Royal Farms, and the hundreds of locations around town where you find Pressbox. You can read it all, pressboxonline.com. Inside, uh, we talked to men's and women's college basketball players from throughout the area ahead of the start of the college basketball season. Patrick and I are planning on doing our preview show uh, to in the, not this coming week, but the following week, trying to nail some things down as far as getting coaches scheduled for that. But we will do our annual college basketball preview show with Patrick Stevens as well. Here on GCR. All right, coming up on the program today, our old buddy Leron McLean is going to join us. He's been paying a lot of attention to the Ravens. He was kind of going back and forth uh, this weekend on Twitter with uh, some Ravens fans about some things he saw. We will chat with Leron in a little bit. Later on in the program, we will catch up as we continue to uh, recognize the 10th anniversary of the Ravens Super Bowl 47 title, which they are celebrating this weekend against the Browns. Uh, our old friend Danelle Ellerby. These are all buddies of mine, man. These are guys like these are the years when I used to be on the beat, when I used to be around, and I got to know these guys really well. I really like these two guys in particular, Le'Ron McLean and Danelle Ellerby. Um, but Danelle Ellerby, of course, was uh, part of the team, had the huge interception in the AFC title game to help clinch that. We'll catch up with him a little bit later on before he comes back to town this weekend. Uh, Jerry Coleman is going to join us. The first episode of the Adam Jones podcast drops this morning with the Baltimore Banner. That's Jerry's new gig. Um, we will. I mean, I, I, I'm guessing he's probably going to do other things besides that, although I don't know. You never know with Jerry exactly what he's doing. You never know what he's doing up there. The meatloaf! Jerry, the meatloaf! Nothing. Nothing at all. No, Nothing. No, I'm sorry. It, is that like a... Is that something Jerry Coleman used to do? No. No, no it has nothing to do with Jerry Coleman at all. Is this a Seinfeld thing? You ever, no, it's definitely not a Seinfeld <laughs> thing. 
You ever uh, you ever heard of a movie called Wedding Crashers? Oh yeah, yeah. Do, have you viewed it? I've seen parts of it. I never. I don't think I've ever sat down All and watched the entire right, thing. All right, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and put that on the homework list. Okay. Okay. Jay Gibbons is in Wedding Crashers. Is he really? Orioles legend. I mean, technically, it's footage of Jay Gibbons hitting home run, but it counts. Jay Gibbons. I think we've talked to Jay Gibbons about that before. He gets a lot of attention for his uh, cameo in Wedding Crashers, um, which he had nothing to do with. He had, I think if I remember correctly, he had no idea. Like the movie came out and he had no idea that he was in Wedding Crashers, which is a massive movie. It also it spawned. By the way, it only spawned like the most iconic catchphrase in the history of our state. Are you familiar with like the the entire advertising campaign the Ravens are doing this year? What is the? What are oh the my god! Oh my god! I, yeah, they're they're doing an entire advertising campaign and football. And they had Josh Charles do a video. Oh, right, right, right. Crab yeah, yeah, cakes yeah, yeah. and football. I, did, I remember that video. That's <laughs> what Maryland does. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, God. That's from Wedding Crashers? Look, man, I get it. I, I don't know. I mean, I should have seen I this, don't I, know I, everything that I happened mean, in the seen, 80s. I like, I was born in 83, but there are things that people reference in the 80s that I'm fuzzy about. But if it's important, I do my best. I do my best. To at least be aware of it. Wedding Crashers came out in what year? Uh, uh, two thousand four. Two thousand four. So I get it. Like you were two or whatever you were. Four. Whatever it was, you were young. I understand. I get it. That's what I'm saying about the eighties. I was young, but I try. I try my damnedest. Watch Wedding Crashers. Okay. It's a, it's a effing perfect film. Oh, God. All right. Anyway. Sorry. Jerry Coleman's going to join us was the point. And uh, we'll make some picks this morning. Ken Zalas will check in for that. So that's all on the way here in a Thursday edition of GCR. Um, a couple of things. One, I- I'm just going to – I don't know. Who, I don't think I'm talking to anybody in this audience. So that's the problem with this, right? I would like to believe that no one – one of the things I have openly admitted is that because of how I am, because of some of the extra difficulty you have to make to find this show, we have weeded out a certain type of listener from our program. Traditional media would be very angry that I would do that. They would say, you shouldn't be weeding anyone out. Not, not my concern, I guess. I don't, I don't want you. I'm sorry. I don't want you. So I'm not talking to you, I don't think. I'm talking to you if you know someone. If somebody you know is harassing someone on Twitter, you we have to at some point step in. I, I had a I had a moment, one of our former interns, Lil Jordan, who I love. Love the guy. I don't even remember exactly what Lil Jordan's doing these now these days, but I love Jordan. Great kid. He enjoyed his internship so much he asked if he could come back for another semester. He was like Dude, could I just work for another semester for you? And I was like, I mean, yeah, but I'm not paying you. He was like, I don't care. I just want to be here. I said, all right, bro, it's yours. Stay. Love him. Uh, after the Dolphins game, I noticed Lil Jordan tweeting at Marlon Humphrey. And I just said, Jordan. <laughs> That's all I think I said. I really think all I did was just message him and say, Jordan. And he was like, Dude, I screwed up. I was like, yeah, you did. I don't even remember what he said. It wasn't even all that bad. 
It was just dumb. It was just dumb. I know yesterday, in particular, a lot of the attention was going towards Lacey DaCosta. And I have no interest in caping for Lacey DaCosta. I have no... um, I, I mean this genuinely. People who go on the internet to try to attack someone... This one is extraordinary, right? This one is literally to the extreme. You're going after the wife of the general manager who has nothing at all to do with what the Ravens do. One, it's pathetic. The Ravens are 3-3. Three and three. Trust me, I get frustrated about the fact that they haven't had wide receivers throughout their history as much as you do. But trying to go after people personally that have nothing to do with it, one, embarrassing. Even if there were people that had something to do with it, it would be extraordinary for you to spend your time that way. I'm encouraging us to step in. I'm encouraging us. This has gotten out of control. The belief that people have, the Twitter muscles that people have, it's gotten out of control. I'm encouraging you to step in. I'm encouraging you to say something to your friends, to people that you care about, to say, dude, what are you doing? It's worse for women. We're gonna be, we need to be honest about that. Again, you can tell me I'm caping. You can do whatever you want to do. Whatever stupid terminology you have, that's fine. It's worse for women. I see it constantly. And you can do all you want about it. Well, they bring it upon them. No, shut the F up. You are an embarrassing human. We live in this world that isn't real, right? Where we think everything is content and who cares what the content is. There's no good, there's no bad. There's just content. There's just things that get attention. So we create like fake Twitter accounts and we, if we can just get attention, then we get attention. It's embarrassing. We've lost all ability, all, all, all thought of shame. And in some cases, it's okay to be shameless, right? Like, we had Griffin eat $28 with a Taco Bell the other day. It should be, you should be ashamed of that. But I get it. It's, it's fun. It's silly. It's not hurting anyone. The thing where you try to go after people, like it's some sort of sport, it, it, you should be capable of feeling shame. You should be capable of understanding how small and pathetic you are. And again, I don't think those people listen to this show. I don't. I think I've weeded them out purposely. I don't think I'm for them. So I don't think I'm talking to them. If, if I am, you should be aware of how pathetic and small you are. If you're someone who would ever go after the... You don't need to send tweets all day kissing the feet of the wife of the general manager. That's not. You have no obligation to do that. If you think you should go after her, you need to seek help. And I'm not saying that. That's not hyperbole. I really mean it. I think a lot of us should probably seek help. Honestly, I think it would be great for a lot of us to experience therapy. I mean that when I say it. Seek help. There is something disconnected. Your synapses don't fire right. 
Your brain doesn't function the way it needs to function. Talk to someone. Take a sabbatical, man. Go on vacation. Be around people. Touch grass, as my friend Rita likes to say. We all have fun on Twitter. We all I was I made fun of a, a hyperbolic Darren Rovell tweet this morning on Twitter. I'm not getting after him. I'm not attacking him. Twitter can be a fun place if we can be silly about it. And understand it ain't that big. Going after the wife of the team's general manager because you want attention. And let's be clear, that's what it is. Because you want attention is pathetic. And again, I don't think those people are hearing my voice. So for those of us that do, it's watching your friends. It's watching the people you like on Twitter. I did appreciate the other day. I don't, I don't, I saw Rita call out a friend of ours for amplifying a Twitter account of a professional troll. And I appreciated that. It's one of the reasons I love Rita. There's, there's nothing that benefits these, the trolling. I, I get it. We're living in a new world where we think that's some sort of art, where we think it's some sort of amount of clever. It benefits no one at all. It's sad. It's pathetic. It's lame. It's not funny. It's harmful. Again, there's trolling. There's a silly amount of the casual trolling, that making a casual joke every now and then, pointing out when someone's being hyperbolic, having fun with them, being in on it. I literally, Darren Ravel this morning was like, ah, pickleball is the hottest sport in the world. I'm like, yeah, you heard of football? Like, not sure if you're aware. It's doing pretty good. I mean, like, no offense. I like pickleball. It's fun. I mean, I hate, actually, I, I hate all the pickleball freaks that take over my tennis courts. That drives me nuts. We need to build more pickleball-specific courts so we can get these freaks off my tennis courts. No offense, pickleball players, but I like playing tennis. And these courts are built for tennis. Show up at an elementary school on a Sunday morning just trying to get a friendly set in with a buddy of mine. John Proctor and I have been, John Proctor and I have been involuntarily kicked, off, involuntarily kicked off tennis courts at least five times by pickleball freaks. It's not that we were kicked off as much as they're just standing around staring at us. Like, are you going to leave? We got all the other courts. We're here for a pickleball. We get together. There's a hundred of us and two of you. You really going to hold the courts? That, that's what pickleball players sound like? It's what I think they do. It's what I think they sound like. And we're like, yo, we ain't leaving until the set's over. Y'all can stand around like all you want. We ain't leaving until the set's over. But still, it feels uncomfortable, and I don't care for it. Darren Ravel, pickleball's the hottest sport in America. Well, I mean, maybe it's one of the faster-growing sports in America. That might be true, but I'm guessing that basketball still probably has it beat. Like, I, I haven't done the math myself. But I don't think people are tuning into Sunday Night Pickleball just yet on network television. I'm having fun. I'm hoping that he's in on it. And if it's viewed as harmful, I stop. We need to police each other. We need to step in. 
when it's people we know or people that we like or that we interact with and we either say, dude, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. You don't offer anything. Sorry. It's not okay. And we got to be willing to call that out. And it was pathetic, man. I get it. We're all frustrated about the wide receiver thing, dude. I'd like to have wide receivers. I would like it if we would stop bargain shopping. But what in the F does Lacey DaCosta have to do with that? And the answer back from one of these weirdos would be, well, I'd rather say it there, but I don't. No, no, no. This is the problem. If they hold a forum with Eric DaCosta and you want to bring it up with him, by all means. By all means. Do that. You're not that important. If you don't like the Ravens not having wide receivers and you want to stop buying tickets because of it, by all means, stop buying tickets. If you want to say on Twitter, I'm not going to be a Ravens fan anymore because they don't have wide receivers, say it. But you're not this important that you get to interrupt someone else's life. It's a lesson I had to learn a long time ago. I mean, everybody's got to go through this. We think we matter more than we do. Chill out. And if you see other people that are doing it, step in. Have the balls to say something. Have the balls to say this isn't okay. And it's not just for Lacey DaCosta. See it all the time. The trolling, the attacking, the nonsense, the feeling like you're some sort of hero because you're going after someone. Get the entire F out of here with that. It's the exact opposite. You're showing how pathetic you are. You're showing how small you are. What a loser you are. Publicly for everyone. And I get it. Society has been flipped upside down where we don't understand that fully anymore. I'm old man screaming at cloud. <sighs> Sorry. I didn't mean to, again, get on my soapbox this morning. I'm, I, really what set me off was the wedding crasher situation. It really... <laughs> So on me. So I should apologize to the pickleball. I'm really not okay. I'm really not okay. I should apologize to the pickleball guys catching strays. Uh, no, no, no. Those <laughs> they need to hear it. Okay. They need to hear it. They they definitely think they're more important than they are. I, and I mean that. Like there is there is some bizarre entitlement that's coming along with pickleball. Like I accept. I love tennis. It's what I'm into. I don't. I don't assume that everybody else is into tennis. I don't make that assumption. I don't come on here and try to talk to you guys about the San Diego WTA tournament last week because I know you don't care. It's myself, it's Greg Rosenthal. Well, it's a handful of you. A handful of you that listen to Courts of Thunder, you care. But I get it. Small, small percentage of us. We care. So we try to find a place for it. In the same way, the pickleball people genuinely believe that everybody's into pickleball now. It's, it's the thing. No, it's like Baltimore Capitals fans who are convinced that everybody in Baltimore cares about the Capitals when it's a very small percentage of people. Settle down. Settle down. We're going to be all right. All right, there we go. Um, today's show also brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. The best place to watch and bet on every sporting event, including Thursday night football, tonight, football throughout the weekend. The place to be is the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland. Same game parlay plus is now available. You can put up to 25 legs in your same-game parlay bet. 25! 25 legs! 
I'm still uh, figuring out a way that we might be able to make a $25 uh, leg parlay bet. Uh, also, you can still register your $25 Super Bowl futures bets to win a pair of tickets to the Super Bowl. You got to go to the website, fanduel.com slash SBNAZ, fanduel.com slash SBNAZ, in order to register that bet. That's the way you do it, fanduel.com slash SBNAZ. You can register your Super Bowl futures bet in order to win a pair of tickets to the Super Bowl in Arizona. If you make your $25 futures bet in the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino in Hotel Maryland, I'm only imagining how awkward this is right now. I'm only imagining. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, we he, he's unavailable this morning. When I talked to him, we uh, he thought we were talking about tomorrow. Okay. okay. We've had a week here. We've had a week. I just tweeted it out, too. Sorry, we will not be chatting with Le'Ron McClain this morning. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. Who knows? Probably not, because I think we're busy tomorrow. We are. <sighs> Such is life. I'm sorry. Such is life. God. Oh, my. I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think. And this is a straight shoot. I'm starting to think. I might. I might. Maybe we just don't do a live show any longer. Maybe we pre-record all the shows. Maybe we do that. We'll work. We'll look into that. We will look into that in the coming weeks. Uh, quickly, uh, baseball from last night. I did uh, thoroughly enjoy I, I got to watch the entirety of the fifth inning of the uh, the Padres thing, which was awesome. Big fan. Um, the Padres, of course, were trailing, and it was looking like they were going to go down 0-2 at home as the series was going to head back to Philadelphia. And instead, they come to life. Was it five runs they scored? What, what the hell was it? Was it five? Yeah, they had five, a five, run, five run fifth. Five run fifth. Five run fifth. Um, and it looked like it was going to fall apart because Manny Machado, like, fl- uh, did he strike out or fly out? I don't even remember now. He struck out, right? He struck out, and then yeah. they pulled. They, No, they didn't. God, why am I not remembering how this played out? I actually watched the fifth inning. I was really excited about it. It was a 4-2 game. I remember it was 7-4 at the end of the inning. Moral of the story being, the Padres have this huge inning, and that brings life into that series. If they had lost yesterday, you really essentially feel like the series is over. Padres down 2-0, going back to Philadelphia, all the momentum, going home, mob scene, you basically feel like the series is over at that point. So huge just to make it feel like it is a series as it goes back to Philadelphia. Still, the Padres have to win at least one in Philadelphia in order to keep it alive, bring it back to San Diego for game six. Um, But they get that. And there is a drop-off, obviously, from Wheeler and Nola at the start of the rotation in Philadelphia to what they're going to have to go to, a Ranger Suarez or whoever's going. I don't even see who might start game three yet. Um so that's that's a obviously good news for the Padres. Huge fifth inning. That was a lot of fun. And the Yankees lost, and that's always a lot of fun. I will always be in favor of any scenario where the Yankees lose as Justin Verlander shut them down last night and the Astros win game one of the ALCS. So a much more pleasant evening baseball-wise for those of us, and I would like to hope it's all of us, I'd like to hope the majority of us are in favor of it being the Padres and the Astros that play each other in the World Series, the Manny Machado-Trey Mancini matchup. I think at that point we're probably more inclined to root for Trey, but I'd be okay either side of that, honestly. 
Well, the Padres have Manny and Ryan Flaherty, so. Uh, it doesn't mean, he's one, he's not playing. Two, it doesn't mean anything to me. I, I, I love Ryan, good guy. I don't, stop, stop, stop. Trying to compare the emotional ties of a Trey Mancini to the emotional ties of Ryan Flaherty is laughable, laughable. All right, so how much did we rip up today? Like, what time did you tell Ken Zalas we were going to do picks? I, I told him 10.45, so. And, and he said that was fine? Yeah, he did. Okay, why don't we do this? Why don't we sheepishly call him during the break okay. and find out if he can go now, and then we'll remove everything. We'll move you know, things back to where we had originally thought we might do them and try to get out of here at a normal time today, all right? Like, why don't we try that? And if he can't, that's on us, not his fault. We will soldier forward with today's show. It's Glenn Clark Radio. So glad you're with us on a Thursday edition of the program. Come experience Maryland's number one sportsbook this NFL season at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, the ultimate place for any sports enthusiast. Take advantage of our 24-7 kiosks, massive video screens, and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. With more money paid out than anyone around, make every moment more at the new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. The Baltimore County Police Department is hiring. Entry-level officers start at close to $59,000 a year with a $10,000 bonus. Some restrictions apply. Plus a great retirement plan, medical, dental, and vision insurance, advancement to specialized units, tuition reimbursement, 15 sick days earned per calendar year, and even further incentives for military members and veterans. If you have a passion for service and want a career for life, visit JoinBaltimoreCountyPD.com or call 410-887-5542. You must be a United States citizen, possess a valid driver's license, and have a high school diploma or GED equivalent. The Baltimore County Police Department is an equal opportunity employer. Make the most out of every day in your Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, New Maryland basketball coach Kevin Willard sits down with Stan Charles and Glenn Clark to discuss the situation he inherited in College Park and how he plans to get the program turned around. Also, inside, we introduce you to men's and women's college basketball players from all of the teams in the area. And Bo Smoka profiles Ravens receiver Devin DuVernay. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Experience the best in Kamado Grilling, a complete outdoor cooking appliance. The Ginsu Kamado Grill allows anyone to sear, grill, bake, and smoke all types of food. Designed for efficiency and function, the Ginsu Kamado Grill upholds the enduring legacy of the iconic Ginsu brand. The Ginsu Kamado Grill is perfect to cook all year round, is great for parties, and ideal for tailgating with your friends. Reserve your Ginsu Kamado Grill today at ginsugrills.com and get $100 off on your pre-order when you use the promo code tailgate that's ginsugrills.com reserve yours today join glenn at halftime of every ravens game for the project game day halftime show at facebook.com slash sports we apologize in advance there's not much we can do about his face can hear on gcr as we continue on a thursday edition of gcr today's show is also brought to you by ooh, this one will be brought to you by glory days grill 
Oktoberfest menu, outstanding. The Brewer's Sausage Platter, the Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, the Chicken Schnitzel, the Bavarian Burger on the Pretzel Bun. Oh, so good. As well as the Slam Dunk Pretzels, the Cheddar Ale Soup. You can find it all at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. GloryDaysGrill.com is the website for you to find out more. And get your order in while you're there. All right, uh, we're going to move some things around today. Our apologies. These things happen. Life goes on. We're going to right now... Do our Thursday feature, our pick segment for the week. Joining us, he is our buddy, Ken Zalis. What's going on, KZ? How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. It's been a day. What's going on? Uh, don't, What's going on? That's not, not worth it. Hey, um, uh, okay. qu- qu- quickly, uh, <laughs> where are you like with the Bailey Zappy thing? Because I'm kind of in love with them and refuse to believe that they would really like possibly go back to Mac Jones at this point, but the whole Monday night thing is really messing with me. Like I'm ready to play him over Aaron Rodgers, over Jared Goff. I'm ready to commit my life to Bailey Zappi at this point. So I'm going to, I will be stunned if they go back to Mac Jones. Um, uh, I, I love everything about this kid. Um, I loved everything about this kid in college. He's a winner. He's he's he, he he's just uh, the biggest complaint everybody had with him is he didn't have the strongest arm in the world. Well, it looks pretty good to me. Um, I'm in. I'm in. I mean, I, I it, it, you know because it's the Monday night game, it's kind of tough with right, the fantasy the I, I aspect can't, of it. I can't play him, can I? Like I, you, I don't you, have a choice unless unless we get unless we get Saturday that that he's in. You you, you really got to bite the bullet this week, but. Um, I, I think it's going to be very telling um, if he does start this week because, from all accounts, Jones is healthy. Um, um, that's the word. By the way, if he—I mean, it, like this—I really wish it wasn't a Monday night game. Damn, it's not. It's bomb. not. It's not like there's not a history of this coaching staff doing this or anything. I understand, and that's—that's that's the infuriating part about this. Like, in, I know. In, in, like we we all see this, and we're all pissed off about it as well. But we also like this kid. Like, <laughs> um, in in your stupid league, I have Josh Allen on a bye, and I picked up old Zippy Zappy, and yep. like if if he doesn't play, I, I don't want to drop him. Like I don't, I, I no, refuse to do no. that. So I'd be forced. Well, to, I guess I would drop. I, I guess you would drop him because you're never you're never not starting Allen. Yeah, that's fair. I guess I would have to drop him at that point. I mean, Damn I mean, it. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it sucks, but Every- like, like, there's no, there's no universe that that you're starting anybody besides Allen any week I, that he's active. I know you're right. I know yeah. you're right. But God, God, I don't want to. The other thing too is I just want to, like, I want to do it now. You know what I mean? Like, because these, if he's not going to play, I want to go ahead and have right. my team set. Well, but, yeah, uh, I know. It's driving I know. me nuts. Driving me nuts. Yeah. All right. But I like the kid. He's played great. How in the world? How do you possibly sell your fan base on playing Mac Jones again? No offense. I don't think Mac Mac Jones is even garbage. Like, I think he's fine. But Jesus. I think he's fine. Come on, I think he's fine. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, it sucks that it looks like it may happen twice in our our lifetime. But sometimes you just take gold. (laughs) This is why, this is, this is, this is why you take 
just good football players with late picks instead of trying to fit squares and round holes and stuff. I, just pick I, good football players. I tend to agree. I tend to agree. All right. Uh, let's, by, the, by the way, yes. just to, I want to throw out one thing mm-hmm. because of our whole draft thing. Um, the cornerback from that Seattle took, oh Tariq Woolen, that I screamed. I screamed, I think, every pick from the third round on. Actually, from the second round on, I wanted this kid because he had all the intangibles and all he did is play good football. Like, just, oh my God, I'm so mad that he's not a Raven. Well, it's not just, like, not only did they get Tariq Woolen, who looks like, I mean, the, the star of stars. The guy right now uh, would be the uh, defensive rookie of the year in the NFL. Yeah, almost yes, certain. Yes. Uh, they took Kobe Bryant in the fourth round. And, yeah. And now, all, all now, he's done is, like, force four turnovers himself this season. But that's okay. We 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 took two other guys. They're uh, good. Settle down over. Here. Settle settle down. <laughs> settle down. I I'd okay. still rather be the Ravens than the Seahawks, bro. <laughs> would you? Would you? Yes. Would you? Without, would without you? question. Would you? Without question. Uh, uh, talk to me in three weeks. Stop. Let's talk Stop. in three weeks because that team looks good. Stop. Young. Good. Stop. Yes, if they find a quarterback, and I get it, you're going to say Gino's played well. That's fine. Stop. Stop. He has played well, and I agree with you. Yes. I agree with you, but I, I don't know. I'd like to see them both go out on the field and play each other this week, and then we have a conversation. I don't even know what that means. I still wouldn't feel better about the Seahawks. Even if they beat the Ravens, I still wouldn't feel better about the Seahawks and the Ravens. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Um, <laughs> let's get into picks for the week. So uh, we have a season-long picks contest. i got to figure out who's paid me and who hasn't, because some people still haven't paid I me. have. I know you I have. have. I know you have, and I'm pretty sure Griffin has. I have yes. documentation. And, and I'm almost certain that Kyle Ottenheimer – Kyle, the, Kyle did. Yes, was the Kyle first did. to pay, oddly. But I feel yes. like somebody, I'm thinking maybe Paul Valley hasn't paid. I'll, I'll check into that. Um, there's seven yeah. of us in this competition, and it's just not, it's going eh. It's the best I can describe it. There are two of us over 500. KZ is leading the way at 31 and 28. Dynamic. Dynamic. Hey, that's three. That's three games over, dude. I'm aware. I'm aware. In, the, in, the, in, in, in our situation, that's like running oh, away from the pack. I know. I'm a game back at 30 and 29. Proctor is two games back at 29 and 30. Kyle is three games back at 28 and 31. Griffin is four games back at 27 and 32. Paul Valley is five games back at 26 and 33. And almost impossibly... Oh, Possibly. He gets worse every week. Andrew Stecka, 22 and 37 for the year, nine games back of KZ. He currently sits in worm position, as what we are fighting is to not be the worm, the one that has to come in here, eat a worm burger, and then perform the worm from Scotty Too Hot. He take a stink face, Rikishi style, and uh, dress like the worm, Dennis Rodman. In a wedding dress right now, Andrew Stecka four games in front of Paul Valley in the race for the worm. We pick three college games, six NFL games every week. This week's picks are brought to you by the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. You can come see it in action this Sunday at the Game Day Firehouse. Uh, If you don't have plans before the game, I would encourage you to stop by the Firefighters Union Hall, 1202 Ridgely Street, just west of the stadium, you can see the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill in action, sample some food, and even register to win your own Ginsu Kamado Ceramic Grill and $500 worth of grilling meats. Use the code TAILGATE at GinsuGrills.com and you'll get $100 off your order. Ginsu Kamado Grill. 
Where are we starting this week, sir? We are starting in College Park. The Maryland Terrapins will be hosting the Northwestern Wildcats, the 1-5 and five Northwestern oh, Wildcats. God. at 3.30 Saturday on the Big Ten Network. Maryland, this one's gone up and, well, it's moved a little bit, I think, throughout the week. Uh, but Maryland is... It, it moved slightly when when they didn't rule the Talia Tal- Tungvaloa yeah. out. However, most of us are still working under the assumption that, like... Probably you don't have him play just because they got a bye coming up and you have the opportunity to maybe rest him for a, a couple of weeks. Northwestern stinks. You feel like you should be able to beat them without having to play Talia Tungavailoa. So, you know, why force it? That's sort of the feel that exists around the program. Now, as I always remind everybody when it comes to injuries, this thing where we try to make it like a percentage is laughable. Where we say things, like, it's like we're treating it like it's Mortal Kombat. And you have some sort of bar that shows you how healthy you are. And they're like, well, if uh, Talia's not uh, not 100%, then you shouldn't play him. That's not how it works in football. Either you're healthy enough to play or you're not. Like, it's that simple. I don't know enough about what's going on there. So the fact that the line did move almost makes me think that someone does know something. Right? Like... It, it, it leads you feeling like if the line moved just based on what Mike Loxley said, that seems odd because deductive reasoning would, would do the, in the math that we just did. Like, you got a buy coming up, why wouldn't you sit him out? The fact that the line moved almost makes you wonder, like, do they know something that we don't know? All that being said... I'm done picking Maryland to cover. I'm not doing it any longer. It's half points. I know Northwestern stinks, but Maryland's defense has been shaky in recent weeks, so I am going to go with Northwestern to cover the 14.5. Ken Zalis, you son of a bitch. What's wrong? I, I'm, I, if, you, if you pick Northwestern, or sorry, if you pick what? Maryland, I mean, if you pick Maryland. This is going so swimmingly for me. I, I'm, I'm really upset. What, being wrong? That I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't do this years ago. But there is no way that Northwestern should even come close to Maryland and Maryland. Yeah. If this is this great bowl team, I don't care who the quarterback is. Other no, quarterbacks wait, no, 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 wait come, a second. That matters. Stop. That matters a great matter. deal. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, acting, we're acting like this guy's the greatest quarterback in the world. He, well, he's the greatest he quarterback Maryland's seen in over two decades. He's, all he does is get hurt. What? What I am taking. About? I am. I am taking Maryland. Oh, Maryland. Maryland's going to win by fifty. Maryland's going to win it by fifty. You realize that Northwestern played Penn State to a ten-point game at Penn State two weeks ago. Penn State I, played one real team all year and got ah. the the brakes beat off of them. All right. All right. Yeah. I don't think Northwestern Maryland, should score. This I'm taking. I'm taking Maryland. I'm taking Maryland every week from now on. Uh. What a piece of garbage you are! <laughs> what? A, um, yeah, I don't think this Northwest. I don't think this Northwestern team's horrible. They haven't won in North America yet uh, this year. They did beat Nebraska, however, in Dublin. They yeah. got that going for them. Oh, is, good. Um, so I'm taking Maryland as well. I think they should win it. They should win it 15 to zero, probably. 15 to zero. And That's cover. a very and strange, 15 to zero. That's a strange decision. Um, I wouldn't bet that exact score if I were you. <laughs> Uh, so I'm taking Maryland. Ken's taking Maryland. Andrew Stetko on Maryland. John Proctor Yay. on the Terps. Uh, Paul, Kyle, and Glenn on the Wildcats. All right. Mm. Sorry. Sorry for your luck, boys. Sorry. Mm. Next up uh, to Clemson, number 14, Syracuse, taking on number 5, Clemson, uh, at noon on ABC. Clemson, 
minus 13 and a half. This is a tough one, right? Like, I'm not really sure that I'm ready to buy into Syracuse yet. Obviously, everything with Syracuse goes through uh, a Baltimore zone, Sean Tucker. Like, that's the story for them. If they can run the ball, they have a chance to stay in the game. If they don't... I don't think that they can. I don't think that they can stay within two touchdowns of Clemson. I was down on Clemson to start the season. They have shown me just enough. I'm going to go Clemson here. I can't do it. I, I, I can't. It's too many points for me. And I just, and this isn't me buying into Syracuse. This is me just, I, you're a little further along than I am with Clemson. I, I just, too many close games, just not not being that Clemson of old. They've given up too many points defensively this year for me. Um, and it's just too many points for me to, to give against a team that I guess people are telling me are, is pretty good. I mean, they're a top 15 team. But, they, they, I mean, they, they're a running back is what they are. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, a, I get it. I, I get it. It's a running back, but they're a running it's back. It's a hell, you know, I mean, it's all the trick. And, you know, hey, but I just I just haven't been uh, – like, I, I'm waiting for – I want to see Clemson put up that 50-burger against somebody. And I just don't think they have it in them. So, because they're only scoring in the 20s or 30s, giving – Getting 14 points at that point, is that what it is, or 13 and a half, whatever. I mean, getting 13 and a half, I just can't can't pass that up. So I'm going to take Syracuse. Uh, I'm taking Clemson. I don't. I mean, I was all over Syracuse last week against NC State, but I don't. I just don't really trust them either. So I'm taking Clemson. Glenn is on Clemson. Uh, John Proctor and Kyle on Clemson, and Andrew Stetka. <sighs> Paul and Ken on Syracuse. Oh, it's bad news. That's bad news for us. We were. Do- it was going so well for one game. It was going very well. All right, next. Next up, number nine, UCLA Bruins going to Oregon against number ten Oregon Ducks uh, for College Game Day, three thirty on Fox. Uh, the Ducks lane six and a half at home. I mean, I have no idea. Like, I know that these teams are allegedly good, but like, are they? Are they any good? Mm-hmm. This is where game day is on Sunday for whatever reason. I I think as they're bored of going to other places. They've been to Tennessee twice already this year. Like, I think they're just bored. Um, I really don't know if either of these teams are any good, and that's what makes this really tricky to me, is because. Uh, I think these two teams. I, this is this is me ad- admitting what I don't know. I don't know enough to know. Here's what I do know. I'd probably be a loser more frequently than not going down picking with Bo Nix over the last few years. So you say a lay to cover is my pick because of that. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the other way, which we're three for three on that. I, I'm gonna go Oregon at home. I. I I kind of look at UCLA, and 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 it's a nice story. Are they are they still undefeated, or they lose a the game? They are. They're six and zero. They're still they're still undefeated. I just haven't been impressed with any of their wins. Like I don't. Oh, I get it. I don't know that they. I, I just you know I I think Oregon's a little well, they, they bit. They've had a little bit of the tougher way. They played an extraordinarily weak non-conference schedule as they try to get the program yeah. to turn around. Yeah, I mean, so so to me, I don't know. I mean, it's a big step up compared to what they've done so far. I, and the only I, thing I would say is that, like, we definitely were believers in Washington and Utah before they played UCLA. Like, I, I, I Utah, Utah, yes, Washington. Uh, you know, they, they 
kind of kind of lukewarm on for me. Mm, Michael Penix um, was off to a pretty great start this season. Yeah, no, no. I I just look. I mean, you know, I think I think I saw like Washington State put up like forty one against UCLA. I, I I'll take Oregon at home game day. Maybe it's a maybe it's not the curse I think it is sometimes. Although Kansas Kansas kind of went in the yeah, wrong well, direction after after. Yes, correct. <laughs> Washington State put up forty one against Oregon. Ah, oh, Oregon. Ah, nice pick. Nice pick. In that case, nice. in that case, I'm definitely taking Oregon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm taking Oregon as well. I don't know much about this UCLA team, but Oregon's at home, uh, so that's enough for me. I'll take the Ducks. So will Paul. Uh, so will Ken. Everybody else is on UCLA. No. Glenn, no. No. No, 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 two out of Kyle. three with you. <laughs> no, two out of three on UCLA. Terrible, terrible week this is. God, uh, well, right. he got four right last week, so maybe, I know, maybe, maybe he's got four more in him this week. <laughs> uh, moving to the NFL, we are skipping Thursday night football once again because it stinks. Why would we pick Thursday it's, night it's football? Just, it's what, just terrible what, every week. What would what, what, what we do with this? Uh, what next you? Thursday night football should be good. What is next Thursday? Oh, that's the Ravens, right? Oh, yeah, Ravens yeah. Buccaneers, right. Uh, all right, so we're up to Sunday. Atlanta Falcons at the Cincinnati Bengals at 1 o'clock on Fox. Bengals land 6.5 at home. This is really testing me because I, I don't know if you guys are aware, but the Falcons have covered every game they've played oh, this yeah. season. Every right? game. And I every had game. them not only to cover last week, I actually had them to win outright, and I felt really good about myself against the 49ers, but I thought that was a unique circumstance where the 49ers are coming across the country for a second straight week. Um, playing a 1 o'clock game for a West Coast team, and they're injured as hell, and I just didn't get the line. So I said, I'm going to roll with the Falcons, and I feel really good. I don't feel as good about this one. And it's not because I'm suddenly like completely buying back into the Bengals. It's just I don't think the circumstances are as advantageous. The Falcons are feisty, but still on paper, you can't really figure out why they're feisty. Like, you still can't explain it with math that being said the Bengals you know were kind of fortunate last week against the Saints they, they you said the line was six and a six half. and a half I wish it was a touchdown but the hell why they've, they've, they're they're a perfect six and oh why bet against them now the Falcons are the pick as they say, the trend is your friend, right? I'm t I'm taking the Falcons until until they don't <laughs> cover the yeah, spread. I get it. Um, it's tough. It's tough to pick against them. It's not like we think. And I agree with you. It's not like we think Cincinnati is this. Oh my God! I I mean, they're only giving up six and a half, and they're at home. I mean, they've struggled uh, offensively, defensively. Their offensive line is still trash. Um, you know, Atlanta can run the ball a little bit. You know, Mariota's picking up uh, key first downs with his legs, it seems like, every week. I'll take the Falcons. As will I. Uh, you got to ride this until the wheels fall off. Uh, so I'll take the Falcons. Everyone is on the Falcons except for John Proctor. Mm. He is taking oh, the Bengals. Bad news for us. Yeah. Bad yeah. news yeah. for us. Go ahead. Uh, Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans. Titans land two and a half in Tennessee, 1 o'clock on CBS. Who the F knows, right? Like, there are two teams that I could be more confused about at this point than the Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans. Like, we thought they would be the two teams that and that would be competitive in that division, and then we were very confused by what we saw to start the season. Now they've, they've both, you know, righted the ship to whatever extent the ship can be righted, but I'm still not 
like full how could you possibly watch the Colts last week and think to yourself buy in like buy in they're they're going places in the last couple of weeks even the the Denver game obviously before that like they won it but like <sighs> Titans are at home give me the Titans I'm not buying in but I'm also not taking the Titans because I I, I they outside of of Henry and again it's a good trick yeah it's a pretty good trick yeah i mean i mean it's a good trick uh, it'll do anything for me um you know they their wide receivers don't don't stretch the field um you know burks who they who they brought in in the first round is, is out um seemingly they don't have any tight ends that they trust right now um i just they're just blah and i did I don't know if it was because Taylor was out, and I don't know if he's back yet, if he's going to play, but I did like the short passing game that it's seemingly the Colts brought out last week, and Tennessee can't stop anyone through the air. So if the if Indianapolis is going to say, okay, we're better when we throw the ball and we're going to use the pass to set up the run, I really like that philosophy for them, no matter who's in the backfield. Uh, they threw the ball 10 times to Deion Jackson last week. Um, if Taylor's back and they could continue that and throw him the ball 10 times, I like their chances. I'll take Indianapolis. All right. I will take the Colts as well. I don't think the Tennessee defense is very good, uh, so I will take the what, Colts. What makes you think the Colts – this is the, 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 the thing going – I think what, they have a better roster than the Titans. Like, what, has we, what have you seen that has backed that up? Well, what have I seen from the Titans? That makes me want you, to you pick can't, No, you're asking. You're you're flipping this around. I like the Colts you're, better. Okay. They have Pittman. They have Pierce. I like they have Pittman. Two legit, I do. They have two legit um, passing options. Plus, they're getting something out of their their tight ends with with Mo Alley Cox and also yeah, the kid out of Virginia Woods. Woods. That's what I that's what I like about them. And they were interchangeable. They did not. They have not lost then, the then staff, even though good? Jonathan Taylor's out. They're then, three. They're three. And why aren't they good? Wait, what are they three? Because uh, because uh, outside of Better two teams the in the entire NFL, nobody's good. That's the problem. Like these are two teams that aren't good. That were just sort of like meh. And you guys are trying to sell me on one being definitely. I'm telling you, I think they both stink. But the Titans are coming off a bye. That's the big difference, and they're at home. Like I'm so confused by uh, all well, of a sudden us falling might, in love with the Colts. This might change your mind. Everyone yeah. is on the Colts except for Andrew Stetka and Glenn Clark. God damn it! <laughs> you know what? Oh, that's Cancel the well season. played. Just go ahead and bring uh, me my well burger. Well played. Just go you're ahead. you're like you're Son like you're like a, you're like in sync with Mr. Stetka this week. God damn it! This is not the week for me. Uh, into the fourth. Are you sure he didn't send you his picks? I'm really no. That's the problem. If I had, if he had sent me his picks, I would have picked every game differently because I knew he picked it. Uh, Damn it. Into the four o'clock window. New York Jets at the Denver Broncos. Four o five on CBS. A, Denver Lambert. Okay, hold on. One hold on. What? I'm very disappointed. You're even allowing us to pick this game. Why? Why? You couldn't have picked any other game to pick. What, what games do you think there are to pick, Ken? Thursday night. I don't know. What games do you know. think they're playing that are worthy of being uh, selected? I don't know. By the way, like, oh can you pull God. up the new commercial? Can you pull it up? The Oh, the new Danger Witch? Oh, my <laughs> God. How does it get worse? Who is not stepping in with this guy saying, dude, do you know what you're doing? Are you aware of what you're setting yourself up for? There is a there is a new Russell Wilson. Uh, look, they don't give us any money, but you know what? This isn't worth money. So, like, yeah. 
Uh, Russell Wilson is back at it. Oh, this one's more visual though, because like you, he yeah. uses props. God damn! Really? Can you? Are you really not? I, fi- I, I, I'll, I'll find How it. is this so difficult? How is this so tough? All right, we'll make the pick and then we'll deal with it. What's the line? Minus one for Denver. Jets. <laughs> Denver. Really? Really? Let's ride. Let's ride. What? Let's go. It's just not that. Look, look. Eventually, they're gonna win a game. There's too much. There's there's seriously too much talent. Is there? I don't understand it. Is there? Yeah, there is. There actually is. It took me 12 seconds. I don't know what's going on with. That's because I tried to Google it. I I, I don't know what's going on on Twitter. Twitter is where you find anything. I know. I know. You search Russell Wilson on Twitter. It's the second thing you see. I have it. Go ahead. It's a it's a one it's a one point spread. It's like. Okay, it's way overmodulated, Griffin. How do you not hear that? Stop. Nobody can hear what it's saying. I know. It's entirely okay, I, too loud. <laughs> like, I have no idea what that I, was. I know. I, we got to work the, on the, that. The volume on the board wouldn't control I, it. You got it. Okay, then you control it on the volume on the Okay, who's everybody else picking? Stop, Move along. Stop. Stop. <laughs> we tried. It blew up in our faces. Literally. Literally. Uh... Who, Glenn, you said Jets, Ken said Broncos. Uh, I'm on Jets, so is John Proctor, so is Kyle. Uh, And then on the Broncos is Andrew, Ken, and Paul. Mm, mm, mm. How you feeling about that? Not well. Yeah, feels good to be on the other side for a change. Yeah, not well. Things were going swimmingly. Go ahead. Seahawks at Chargers, (laughs) 425 on Fox. Chargers land six, six points at home. I mean, I don't, I don't really get that. Uh, I, I don't want to, but I guess I ha- just after we had this entire conversation, I guess I have to yep. take the Seahawks. I guess I have no choice. Like I don't six. How does that make sense? Like what is? Was anybody watching on Monday night? <laughs> how does that make sense? Seahawks. Yeah, I, I mean, I like how the Seahawks are playing. They got the, uh, you know, the 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 secondary. What they've done to turn around that secondary is fantastic. So I'm going to take the Seahawks. I will take Seahawks as well. So will Paul. So will Ken. So will Andrew Stetka on the Chargers. Mm. John and Kyle. All right. Don't wish that wasn't the case. Uh, also at 4:25, this one on Fox. Kansas City Chiefs at the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers getting two and a half points at home. This is the national TV on Sunday TV game on Sunday afternoon. Um, <coughs> uh, what am I doing? Chiefs. Chiefs. We're over, I'm overthinking this. Chiefs. That's the answer. Like, the 49ers are still very banged up, and the Chiefs are coming off a loss. And Chiefs. That's the answer. It's two and a half. They, they win. They're going to win by two and a half. Chiefs. Ditto. Everything you said. Still beat up. Can't see coming off a loss. I don't care where the game's at. I, I just, I don't think San Francisco can score with them. I agree, as does everyone else. We are all on the Chiefs. Mm, kind of a bummer. Mm, okay. Kind of a bummer. Uh, then yeah, finally, finally, uh, here in Baltimore at one o'clock on CBS, Cleveland Browns at the Baltimore Ravens. Say bronze. Yeah. Bronze. Say it again. Bronze. The, br- the Brownies. But no, how you like? Is this how you say? Are you doing a shtick or? Is I was, it yeah, a- I was kind of doing a shtick. The okay. Browns. Okay. okay. I don't know if you know. You don't know how to say Bengals. So like, <laughs> I don't know. You don't know how to say Jaguars. I have no idea when you're doing Jaguars. a shtick. 
No, you have no idea how to pronounce any team's name, so it's totally possible that you would you just say bronze like team's names. 49ers. You, well, you got that right. You got that right. You're right about that. That one you got right. Ravens but, minus six and a half is the line. Acting like it's crazy for me to ask how it is that you said Browns. Um I mean I can I, boy, damn it. So the Browns obviously stink. Like, we know that. But I, I don't know what faith we have in the Ravens at the moment. They do get – we are assuming that they're getting Rashad Bateman back. That does matter. Ah, the hell with it. It's more fun if I pick the Ravens. Ravens. Oh, this is a tough one. Because I, I agree with you. I don't think the Browns are very good. They're they're not. They're very bad. I, 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 don't, I don't think they're very good. Um, they do have some solid pass receivers. And Joku poses a problem um, matchup-wise for, for the Ravens. Um, we all know about uh, Chubb and Hunt. So it's not like they are devoid of talent. And I just don't trust the Ravens right now. I, I think they win the game. I, I Just six and a half is too much for me right now to say that they're going to win by, you know, a touchdown or 10 points. It's like they fold. They, we've seen too many folds, and I don't, I, I don't know what's getting fixed. I don't know what, the, you know, um, I'm sure Deshaun Jackson's going to fix everything. Um, so uh, I, I'm going to take the Browns. I'm going to, uh, you know, maybe I'm the only one doing it, but I'm going to take the Browns until – the Ravens show me that they can be consistent for two halves. When it's more than a field goal game, I'm going to take the points. You are not the only one on the Cleveland Browns. Andrew Stetka. Oh, also God. on the Browns. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Everyone, everyone else on the Ravens. Oh man, you okay? You need it. You need like a hug. Mm. What do you What do you need me to do there? It's like it, see, it's it's hard right now because. Stecker basically has to pick the opposite of what he really thinks at this point. Yeah, I mean, he needs points. He's got to do some reckless yeah. things in order to try to find some points. Like, but, you say, but, by the way, you, you say he's got to do that. He got into this place. I know, <laughs> like, I know. I just, but at some point, you know, anyway. No, I don't feel good about my pick anymore. All right. Um, uh, wait, wait. Thank you. What do you? I, I, I would. I, normally, this is where like I ask somebody to plug something, but you, you've quit everything. I have literally. Like, you have nothing I have, to plug. How about this? I, I do. I do. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna tell everybody uh, off the script. I'm telling everybody to come to the Friends School of Baltimore this weekend, this Saturday. Okay. We have our annual. We have our annual field day starting at 10 a.m. Goes to 5 p.m. We have carnival for the little kids. We have food and we have 10 varsity slash. JV slash middle school games going on all day long. It's a fun day. Bring the family. It's free, um, except you have to pay for the food. But it's a fun day, so that's what I'm going to plug. What if I tell people I know Ken Zalas? Will that get me free food or... Um, it may okay. make it may right, we'll get you a bag of chips or something. Okay. I mean, that's not I, I nothing. Know. That's not nothing. You know, that's how I, that's how I, that's how I got into the Loyola soccer game this week. I said, I'm a personal <laughs> friend of Glenn Clark. Oh, here, walk right in. Ken's, Ken's like, can I come up there? I'm like, I literally have no idea. I, I have so little control I know. of things at Loyola. <laughs> like, like I, screaming over music I'm, from, I'm, from, and, from and a not, story and below. And it's not a joke. I genuinely have no, no clue. <laughs> like, I, like, maybe? I don't know. It's 
such a complicated process. They lock me still out of places at Loyola. This is I've worked there for a decade, and I, this is okay. Sure. Straight straight shoot. I don't like taking elevators any longer. It was part of me getting healthy again. I don't. Uh-huh. It's, it's a small thing I can do to be a little more uh-huh. active to not take elevators. It's not a fear thing. I'm not afraid of elevators. I just don't want to take them. When we were working at the, the old place, I would walk up the stairs to the third floor every time we went in. Um, so at Loyola, we're up on the fifth floor, and I would like to take the stairs up from the floor. On the third floor, they cut me off. <laughs> this is not a joke. When I get to the third floor, there's a locked door. And I say... Well, I've worked here for a decade. Perhaps I could get a card to swipe that would allow me past the locked door. And they say back, no. No. <laughs> say, no. Really? Yeah. Like, really? I've been working here for a decade. I couldn't possibly get a swipe card. I just, it takes me nowhere other than the same place I'm going. There's no secret place here. There's no, I could hop off and, and find all the school secrets or something like that. It just takes me to the place where I'm going anyway. No. No, you may not. So that's the story over there. It's tough. But it was good to see you, buddy. It was good to see you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was good to see you. All right, pal. Uh, We will talk next Thursday. Thank you, my friend. Oh, I have one quick question. Oh, yes. Did the the Taco Bell thing happen yet? It did. It happened on Monday. Oh, we were supposed to do another side bet this week. Are you still? Yeah, Yeah, we screwed this up. Uh, What's your schedule like next week, Zalas? Next week, maybe. I I I could probably swing. Any day. I, it, you, so, you can so, name so, the day. Well, okay. So, so let's 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 see. And, I, and, and in all seriousness, my 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 other world is very busy right now. Not my school world, but my my real world. Um, can we do this? I will do it every week after election day, because I don't I don't want to I don't want I don't want to I don't want to tell you I can mm. and then not show up. That's not cool. So, I, is, so I, the I question now be... becomes: Does do Griffin and I do this one, and we save another one for you? That's the question. Uh, Oh, like, that, so, that, that's between. But but how did the Taco Bell thing go? Because I missed. He Monday had show. fun. He yeah. liked it. He's twenty. Huh? Like for God's oh, sake! Oh yeah. You forget that. But, yeah. like, but 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 I've been. I, like, is it an absurd amount of food, or was it what? Like, it was. was it, it was just, a lot, just but it wasn't. Food. It wasn't cartoonishly absurd. Yeah. Okay. It okay, was. Okay. It was like a burrito, two tacos, fries, and nachos, nachos yeah. and a frozen. Okay, so it's a frozen. A, so so it. So it's a Saturday night at midnight. Okay. Right. It's, so, no, okay. it's more than you would even eat then. It's more than you would even okay. eat when you were drunk, but it's still not cartoonish. Like you've had, okay. at some point in your life, you've eaten a meal at you've least that, that big. Much. If, right. not big. Yeah, if okay. you go to the Brazilian steakhouse on Saturday night, you're going to eat it's more worse. food than that. Right. right? Okay. Like, okay. If you've ever I got been, you. That's the, that's the reality of the circumstance. Okay. Okay. All right, buddy. Okay. All right, buddy. Love okay. you. Thanks, guys. See you. Okay. Ken, Ken Zalas joining us here on GCR. Um. Uh, two things. Do we do this? Do we do the side bet? You and I, or do we save it? Yeah. We, like, uh, why not? You just want to do it. Or this is the. I mean, this is the we'll, milk we'll and Seven Up thing. Yeah, this is gross. the the one that Nick Kelly sent us. Milk and Seven Up. We got to figure out what the appropriate amount is. Like how much. Like a. Like you're not gonna consume a two liters four worth. Four ounces. I guess that's, like, that's a lot. Like a cup and a half. That's right? a good. That's a good. Or, uh, but uh, that's a, a what's a bottle? If you go to, I don't drink soda anymore. Well, how much is if that? You, how much is that right there? How many ounces? No, oh, I did. I did get a, uh, a Propel water this morning. This is twenty ounces. Okay, so yeah, yeah 24. 24. 24 I'm good okay. with. Twenty four ounces, and is it fifty fifty? 
I guess so. That's what the is Nick Kelly sent, right? That was yeah. Hang on a second. It was a combination of milk and Seven Up. Milk and Seven Up. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe if it's, I mean, yeah, probably milk, 50-50. mixed chilled Seven Up <laughs> with milk in equal parts. Yeah, equal parts. So, twenty-four ounces of milk and Seven Up to be consumed by the loser. Where do I get Seven Up now? I guess you any store should have stores it. Stores have okay. Seven Up. That's still a thing. Okay. You can still get Seven Up somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. All right, fine. We'll do that. Loser this week of our, our side bet. What? Which games do we pick separately? Which games um, do I need to be aware of? Let's see. Let's see. We are opposite on UCLA, Oregon. Is that the only one? Uh, say we're both on Clemson. We're opposite Northwestern Maryland. Okay. Both on Falcons. Opposite Colts Titans. Okay. Opposite. Oh, I guess those are the only ones. Okay. So, so three, Colts Titans. And Colts Titans. Northwestern Maryland. And UCLA, UCLA Oregon. Oregon. Yes. Well, you're, going I hope, down. you're going down. I hope Maryland wins by two touchdowns. I hope they win nice and comfortably. I hope they win by two touchdowns on Saturday. That would go swimmingly for your boy. A nice 31-17 victory. Now, you know I'm having a good Maryland week this time because like going into the picks, I didn't know that we were That's doing a good a point. You didn't know, yeah, yeah. so the pressure is off. Right. Oh, man. Crap. Crap. I screwed this one up. All right. Very good. When we come back in. Uh, Danelle Ellerby is going to join us. We continue to recognize the 10th anniversary of the Super Bowl 47 title team. That group will be celebrated this Sunday when the Ravens take on the Browns. Today's show is also brought to you by Guilford Hall Brewery. An amazing place. 1611 Guilford Avenue in Station North. GuilfordHall.com is the website. The food is incredible. It's a Bavarian-style menu. The beer is excellent. Craft brew selection, superb. The Guilford Hall Lager, big thumbs up. You got to get to Guilford Hall Brewery. You're going to be blown away. You're, you're literally going to say, this is here? This place is as nice a brewery as you could go to anywhere in the world. They got a great Halloween party one week from this Saturday night, the 29th. It's free to get in. Costume contest, live music, all of it. Guilford Hall Brewery, guilfordhall.com. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Experience the best in Kamado Grilling, a complete outdoor cooking appliance. The Ginsu Kamado Grill allows anyone to sear, grill, bake, and smoke all types of food. Designed for efficiency and function, the Ginsu Kamado Grill upholds the enduring legacy of the iconic Ginsu brand. The Ginsu Kamado Grill is perfect to cook all year round, is great for parties, and ideal for tailgating with your friends. Reserve your Ginsu Kamado Grill today at ginsugrills.com and get $100 off on your pre-order when you use the promo code tailgate that's ginsugrills.com reserve yours today the latest edition of press box is available now on the cover new maryland basketball coach kevin willard sits down with stan charles and glenn clark to discuss the situation he inherited in college park and how he plans to get the program turned around also inside we introduce you to men's and women's college basketball players from all of the teams in the area and bo smoker profiles ravens receiver devin duvernay press box is available for free at over 500 area locations including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. What's up, everyone? This is Tyus Bowser, and I'm excited to tell you that I'm back with Season 2 of the Tyus Bowser Show in partnership with PressBox and Great Ace Memorabilia. Join us on Tuesday nights throughout the season as I'll be heading all over town with my special guests and, of course, our co-hosts, Glenn and Rita. What is it, Rita and Glenn? What is it? I look forward to meeting you guys and talking a little bit about football and a lot about life. And if you happen to miss the show, you can now catch a replay Friday nights on 105.7 The Fan. Get all of your details for the Ties Bowser Show right now at Press Box.
foxonline.com slash Bowser. The next Tyus Bowser show is Tuesday, November 1st at the Hamilton Sports Bar and Grill, 5506 Hartford Road. It's brought to you by Maryland Vascular Specialists and the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. Stan the Fan here, welcoming back one of my favorite sponsors, the Costas Inn. And everybody around Baltimore knows the Costas Inn is a great place to go and grab crabs, steaks, salads, soups, whatever's on your mind to eat in person. But did you know that the Costas Inn has upped their game? They are now one of the premier takeout places in Baltimore. Give them a call now to order your food, 410-477-1975. That's the Costas Inn, over 4100 North Point. Boulevard. The Baltimore County Police Department is hiring. Entry-level officers start at close to $59,000 a year with a $10,000 bonus. Some restrictions apply. Plus a great retirement plan, medical, dental, and vision insurance, advancement to specialized units, tuition reimbursement, 15 sick days earned per calendar year, and even further incentives for military members and veterans. If you have a passion for service and want a career for life, visit joinbaltimorecountypd.com or call 410-887- 5542. You must be a United States citizen, possess a valid driver's license, and have a high school diploma or GED equivalent. The Baltimore County Police Department is an equal opportunity employer. If you can't listen or watch live, you can subscribe to the show via Spotify, Amazon, or Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Or, if lying isn't your thing, we'll take a a three-and-a-half-star review, too. All right, back in here on GCR as we're into hour number two of today's program. Earlier in the week, Stan the Fan Charles and Ross Grimsley caught up with the great Boog Pal. If you missed that show, you can find it right now at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports, YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline, or PressBoxOnline.com slash video. And coming up tonight, a really interesting show that Stan and Gary Steyer are going to do at 7 o'clock with Charles Kithcart as um, the ADM Sailing Project is trying to create um, a a black sailing team, a, a, a trying to bring representation to the America's Cup. And it's a... It's a really, really cool story, a really great concept. So Stan and Gary are going to chat with uh, Charles Kithcart tonight at 7 o'clock about that, uh, facebook.com slash pressboxsports. We had to do this a little bit earlier because of uh, his uh, travel schedule, getting ready to come in to Baltimore for a big celebration this weekend. But one of my favorites as we celebrate that 10th anniversary of the Super Bowl forty-seven team, Danelle Ellerby, right here on GCR. Well, we are celebrating the 10th anniversary of the Ravens' run to the Super Bowl 47 title as they're holding their anniversary festivities this weekend uh, around the Browns game Sunday. Joining us now, another one of my favorite people from that team. This man had a huge interception in the AFC title game. And I want to say he played through, like, every possible thumb injury that a man could play through during the course of that season this dude is Danelle Ellerby, and he's back with us now here on GCR. Danelle, it's Glenn. It's great to catch up with you, bro. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us. Man, no problem, man. It's always good talking to you, bro. Dude, it's so good to hear your voice. Remind me, I remember you playing through some sort of insane injury, like legitimately like a completely broken thumb. Is that correct? Yeah, I had two casts. I messed up both thumbs. Dude. So, yeah. <laughs> you were a monster. My God. God, man, um, that was the sacrifice. Uh, that was the sacrifice. Hey, hey, Danelle, I've been asking everybody we talked to this week. Um, you know, obviously, winning a Super Bowl means a lot in the moment. But reflecting now, ten years later, how has your perspective of that team, that experience, what you guys accomplished, how has it changed? What maybe new context do you have from it ten years removed than you maybe felt that night uh, in New Orleans? 
Uh, just thinking back, like <clears throat> being in the league nine years and being on different teams, you have a different team every year, different players that come in. A lot of the times, different coaches, different position coaches. It's, it's, it just uh, makes you thankful and grateful because we had great leaders like Ray and Ed that was there. And uh, it was a special team. I mean, it was a special team. But you were able to accomplish going from undrafted free agent to Super Bowl starter and, you know, later huge money man in the NFL. Um, how, how did it happen? Like, what, what were you able to do that separated yourself from so many other guys who have better opportunities that, that can't live up to it the same way? Uh, I guess since I was undrafted, expectations were low, but my junior year going into my senior year, I had a first round grade. I just got hurt. So it was like the talent was always there. So that wasn't ever an option. So, I mean, not getting drafted and being able to choose what team I wanted to go to. I wanted to go to a team known for defense, and I felt like I could learn a lot from Red Head. So I wanted to go there and basically put up a shut up. So it worked out. You ever think favorite. about it? Like, you ever think about how your life could have been different? Like, I don't know where your other offers were that year. Like, do you ever think about how your life might have been different if you had gone somewhere else that maybe had, like, offered a little bit more money or something like that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think about it, but I know it's all it's all in God's plan. I made the right choice. Yeah, that was that's probably the understatement of the century. By the way, that you made the right <laughs> choice. Danelle Ellerby is with us here on GCR. Um, you know, everybody remembers obviously how the season ended the previous year. Um, th- when you guys got back together in 2012, did did you know? Like, did you have confidence at that point? Like, dude, yeah, th- we're winning the Super Bowl this season. Uh, that was our goal every season. So just to know that uh, Ray was on the end of his career and we were planning for that year to be the Super Bowl year for him to go out on top. So it lit a fire in us. And, I mean, I know a lot of guys on the team, if not everybody, we, want, we, we weren't playing for ourselves. We were playing for Ray mostly. Hmm. Hmm. How much did that mean to you personally as someone who had been around him so much? Like, you know, it means a lot to all the guys because this is Ray Lewis that we're talking about. But you personally, like, I know how many conversations we had about Ray over the years. How much more did that mean to you because of the role he had played in your life? I mean, I was in the meeting rooms with him every day. Uh, I worked out with him a couple of times. And I mean, you I mean, you come into the league with a, a respect for Ray Lewis. So, I mean, <laughs> and it just so worked out that, the year that we won it, I mean, I wasn't playing for myself, but it was my contract year. Too, yeah, that so worked out okay. It kind of worked, yeah, it kind of worked out all right. Yeah. But I mean, just being, just not being selfish and being everybody being unselfish and playing for each other and having something bigger than themselves that they're playing for, I felt like it worked out. And you can tell those type of teams when you're on them when the guys are not selfish and the guys are there for the team and for a bigger cause. I'm still mad about this. There's no chance you remember this, but we were talking right after the Super Bowl, and I told you that we were going to start a petition and um, a movement. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that at all. But we legitimately (laughs) started. We got all sorts of, like, all these people signed up. And it wasn't like a charity thing. It was we wanted to get you paid, (laughs) which is the funny part. But yet so many people went and signed this online petition to keep Danelle Ellerby in Baltimore. And then I remembered um, they don't don't ask me my opinion on their decisions. (laughs) It's just the way that it goes. Yeah, it was. 
If, if it would have been close, I would have stayed. But it I know, close. I know, man. I understand. I had that. to make up. I had to make up some of that free agent money. Right? Yeah, because you didn't. Get, yeah, that you weren't a first round pick that could get all that money up front. I totally understand. But it again, things worked out for you. Okay, you ultimately ended up getting another ring somewhere. Um, <laughs> Danelle, you know, obviously there was a lot of adversity that year, right? Like, you know, you mentioned Ray, there were injuries that season. He and Terrell Suggs stand out significantly. Then you add in, you know, kind of the disaster, uh, of the Houston game and maybe a little bit of a back and forth with John Harbaugh after that game about what you guys should be doing in practice. And then the end of the regular season, it, things looked really bleak at one point. How did you guys do that how did you handle everything that you went through that year to end up getting it all together in january all right that's just the veteran leadership that we had and i mean when you play for the ravens it's the raven way so we got a lot of dogs on our team the second team guy could be a starter and go in there and be a starter the rest of the year if you need to be so i mean i feel like uh that year and years before that, like we always had guys that could play, but like I said earlier, playing, having something bigger than yourself that you're playing for that year, and it was kind of like all or nothing because we didn't know how many more years Ray was going to mm-hmm. uh, play. So we wanted to get it done. We wanted to get it done for him and having. Did you? Do you remember? Like, because there was a lot made of most of you guys knew. But then there was still a day where he told you and, like, confirmed it. And then, obviously, there was a day where he told everybody else. Like, do you remember what the moment was like when you knew for sure, okay, this is it? You know, he used the phrase last ride, obviously. Like, do you remember what the feeling was like when he made it known to everybody? Like, no, this is – there's no debate. This is definitely it. Uh, not really. Okay. I don't remember what I felt. Uh, but I do know, like, <clears throat> to see, like, after he got hurt, uh, the measures that he took to get back. I mean, I was in the training room with him when he was working. Like, he was hooked up to this machine. It was like, it was crazy. It was like a, uh, electric, uh, shoot electricity through his arm. And I saw him working out with that and you can hear it like popping and stuff. It was like, if he doing all that just to get back so we can win this ship, it ain't nothing that we can't do this able body to make sure we put us ourselves in position for him to come back and you know what I'm saying, right off into the sunset. Yeah, that's powerful. That's powerful. What what's the moment for you? Like everybody thinks about, you know, Jacoby in Denver or just, you know, the confetti falling in New Orleans, but it, for you in that ride, is there one moment that maybe stands out more to you that you think about a little bit that, you know, might mean more to you than maybe some other people? Uh, it was a certain feeling that I had. I was telling uh, some of the guys and my position coach, I was like, I just kept telling them that I feel like we was going to win it. Like, it was a different type of feeling. I can't explain it. It was like a – I can't even explain it. It was like a feeling that it was going to happen all throughout the playoffs, no matter what. Every game I felt it. Uh, and I just come whisper something to, like, one of the guys and, so it'll happen. Uh, it was kind of like like a psychic trip or something like that. Like I already felt like hmm. it was already out of the win, and to see certain plays and certain things play out, <laughs> it just was surreal to me. Do you? You know, but I, it was a feeling throughout the whole playoffs. Foxborough was such a big deal because of what had happened the year before, right? Like, and I remember the emotion of that, right? Like, I just remember 
how getting getting that exercising those demons. Um, what did that feel like to you guys? What did it feel like to you to be able to make such a big play during the course of that? And and did you have that feeling like, all right, if we did this, there's just forget it. Like you could put anybody in the Super Bowl. We don't care. This was the one. Uh yeah, I mean, I bet I mean I felt like our bats was against the wall. I mean, we really didn't have anything to lose. So uh for me, the year before that, I uh sprained I had a mid foot sprain uh during that game, so I couldn't finish it. So that was um <laughs> I got to see something that nobody else got to see there. So when I got hurt in the uh locker room, they already had it dressed out like we won. Oh my I'm god. Waiting on the game to end and I see all the AFC champions and all that stuff all over the locker room. So when we missed a field goal, I swear they took all that stuff down in like three minutes. Oh. It was like a movie. So I got to sit there and witness all I, of that. I, you and I have never talked about that before. Oh my god, yeah. man. Oh yeah. What what is how so like, I, I was how much did that like stay with you? Like that that's so unique. Everybody, you know, obviously experienced the you know, the two plays, Lee Evans, and I'm not trying to pile on Lee, um, and 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 the missed field goal. But like that's so unique. Like you literally were watching it be ripped down. How much did that feeling stay with you? Yeah, that hurt on top of being like if we were even if we were to go through the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be able to play that year. Yeah. My foot. I thought I had a Liz Frank, but thankfully I didn't, but uh, it was crazy just to see it in person. Like, cause usually when we come to the locker room, it's just regular if you lose. Right. But I'm in there. It's already set up when I come in there. So it was like, okay. We, and we had a chance to win the game. So I'm sitting there watching the game and I see them start taking it down, breaking down the stage in the locker room and everything. They did it so fast. It was crazy. And then I hear the guys coming in throwing helmets, mad. It was like, I got to soak up all of that. And all that was in the back of my mind going forward into the next year. Yo, yo, that is, yo, you can, like, that that says a lot. Like, yo, I'm going to play through some broken thumbs so I never have to experience that again. Like, I never want to feel that feeling. Yo, that is really Yeah, my back was messed up that game. I messed up my back in the uh, Broncos game. And, like, (laughs) I had to sleep on the floor. I couldn't sleep in the bed. Like, I had a back brace. Like, after every series, I had to put, like, a heating pad on my back and uh, <clears throat> just so I could go out there and play in that series. So my back was real messed up. I had to get, a, like, an epidural shot after the game. You are so such a monster. You're such a monster, bro. <laughs> That is unbelievable, man. That is so wild. Uh, Danelle Ellerby, just another minute or two with him here on GCR. Dude, I saw you tweet a couple weeks ago about, you know, this this weekend coming up and getting to get back with your flock. Um, and I just wonder, like, you know, everybody associates you with Georgia, of course, and, and but with this time here and starting your career and being around those guys and winning a Super Bowl – what does it mean to you in your life, and and why it, it felt like there was some emotion in that tweet? Being back with your flock, like, what does this place mean to you, and what's it going to mean to be, be back around the guys this weekend? Uh, I mean, once a raven, always a raven, and I started a raven, so I was able to be around a great organization that that is like about their business, and when you're there, like. You always hear it while you're there from guys that come in from other places or 
some of your friends can go to other places and come back and you talk to them and how different it is, like attention to detail, all the all the intricate stuff about being a football player and being a uh, businessman, but just uh, going to see it for myself and seeing how different organizations are and how they ran and like sometimes you question if they want to win, and, but at the Ravens, you know, every game we're going in to win. So, I mean, it feels good. And plus, I want to see how <laughs> see how some of these old parts are age. <laughs> See who done got fat. Yeah, you know, I want to see. All of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. By the way, yeah. I don't, I, I'm guessing Burke probably won't be there, but he went the other way, right? Like he got ripped as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He dropped it right quick. <laughs> right. It was. Yeah, nuts. We always had to say we got to have skin like an armadillo to be in the uh, be in the defensive meeting room. So I can't <laughs> wait to see the guy. Oh man, there's gonna be some ball busting this weekend. I love. That. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> man hey uh danelle you know is there anything you're up to these days that we can plug for you is there any you know like just just i, I you're so kind to give your time always man is there something we can plug for you uh, i'm good right now man i'm just uh i'm starting back my uh camp and i'm getting my foundation started now that i'm not in the league anymore uh but i do a football camp every year back home uh for the kids in my community, it's in July, and I don't remember. I think it's the third weekend this year, but it's usually the second weekend. And I'm looking to bring it uh, down here in Florida, too. So I have one in Florida and one in uh, North Carolina every year. And I know you'll put the info up at LRB59 on Twitter. Man, uh, it was a joy to watch you play. And you know how much I always thought about you personally, bro. Like you are truly one of the special people that I came across in the in this city and with this team. My wife talks about you constantly and how nice you were to her during the time that she would come out to those shows we would do together. Uh, Danelle, man, appreciate you. Can't wait to see you this weekend. Thank you as always for taking the time for us. No problem, man. Appreciate you, man. You always had it down for me. That's Danelle Ellerby. Um, Really one of the the good dudes and obviously a hell of a player and a dude who uh man, he uh he he put it out there, right? Playing through multiple broken thumbs. He was sleeping on the floor to try to be able to play. The terrifying part is, you know, the thought where you're like, Hey, what does that do to you now moving forward in your life? But that's how badly that guy wanted to win and um man, what a hell of a player he was. Appreciate the Nell Ellerby taking the time for us. As, again, Sunday, the Ravens, as they host the Browns, will be celebrating the 10th anniversary of the Super Bowl 47 champions. All right. Uh, today's show is also brought to you by the Tyus Bowser Show, which returns on November 1st when we will be at the Hamilton Sports Bar and Grill. We hope that you will join Tyus and his special guest. You can find out more by going to pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. Tyus Bowser Show is a partnership of PressBox and Great Eights Memorabilia. It's brought to you by Maryland Vascular Specialists and the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. When we come back in, our buddy Jerry Coleman is going to join us. He has a new podcast that's launching today with Adam Jones. We'll talk to him about it next. Glenn Clark Radio. 
The Baltimore County Police Department is hiring. Entry-level officers start at close to $59,000 a year with a $10,000 bonus. Some restrictions apply. Plus a great retirement plan, medical, dental, and vision insurance, advancement to specialized units, tuition reimbursement, 15 sick days, earned per calendar year, and even further incentives for military members and veterans. If you have a passion for service and want a career for life, visit JoinBaltimoreCountyPD.com or call 410-887-5542. You must be a United States citizen, possess a valid driver's license, and have a high school diploma or GED equivalent. The Baltimore County Police Department is an equal opportunity employer. Come experience Maryland's number one sportsbook this NFL season at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, the ultimate place for any sports enthusiast. Take advantage of our 24-7 kiosks, massive video screens, and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. With more money paid out than anyone around, make every moment more at the new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Glory Days Grill's Oktoberfest menu is now running. It's one of their most popular seasonal menus all year. It features the chicken schnitzel, the Oktoberfest brewer's platter, the brewer's sausage sandwich, the Bavarian burger with a pretzel bun, the cheddar ale soup, the slam dunk pretzels, and the apple cobbler. All of these meals pair well with Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on draft. Dine in or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Have you been to Guilford Hall Brewery? Located in Baltimore's Station North neighborhood, Guilford Hall Brewery breaks the craft brew mold with their great handcrafted microbrews and amazing Bavarian-style food selections. Join Guilford Hall seven days a week for Orioles, Ravens, and all of your favorite college games. Make plans now to watch the big games, play trivia, or bring your dog for yappy hour. They even have free valet service on Friday and Saturday nights. Go to guilfordhall.com for a complete schedule of events, beer listings, and food and drink specials, we'll see you at Guilford Hall Brewery. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. Tune in to Simply the Bets every Tuesday and weekend at Bookies every other Thursday at 11.40 a.m. And if you really have nothing better to do, Keep listening to this show, too. All right, back in here on GCR as we continue on a Thursday edition of the program. Baseball continues tonight, but just one game this evening. Just the ALCS, as it'll be game two between the Yankees and the Astros. The NLCS shifts. Uh, we do know that there will be... So I, it was pointed out to me, by the way, today. That means that today is officially a sports equinox, and I had seen this before in past years, but... Uh, I did not realize it was only the 26th all-time. Field Yates of uh, ESPN tweeted this out, although there's some debate because Front Office Sports has a different number. Field Yates tweets, Today marks just the 26th sports equinox ever, as there will be an NFL, MLB, NBA, and NHL game all played on the same day. Now, Front Office Sports says it's the 27th sports equinox in history. 
course, you have ALCS Game 2 tonight. You also have the Saints-Cardinals Thursday night football game and a pair of NBA games and a full slate of NHL games. So they call it a sports equinox when all four of the major American professional sports are in action. And it apparently has happened either 26 or 27 times in sports history. There is a debate about that. Uh, a few other accounts are saying 27th. So I might be more inclined to agree with that number of 27 for the sports equinox in history. Uh, but that will occur tonight. Again, game two in the ALCS Thursday night football all on tap this evening. <sighs> Um, a couple of things, really quickly, and we're going to get to Jerry Coleman here in a second. From Joe, Joe says, um, Glenn, it's been a weird week around here in Baltimore. I appreciate the way that you've handled it. I do feel as though it is worth pointing out that it's on the Ravens and it is their own internal fault that they have been so piss poor when it comes to the wide receiver position. That being said, I really appreciated your and Drew's conversation about the fact that the Ravens have won anyway despite it. I don't know if they can win a Super Bowl without it, and it does seem interesting the last time they did win a Super Bowl, as you pointed out, was a time where they had multiple legitimate wide receivers on the field. Yeah, that's true. I also agree with Drew. John Harbaugh looks tired. I, okay. I, I don't know what to tell you about that. I had somebody else to message me and say they agreed with Drew. I'm like, okay. Okay, I agree with him. I, I, I mean, I just, it's not even necessarily me fighting with him. It's me saying, you know, I don't, I don't feel something from John Harbaugh that's any different than when he's been frustrated other times before. I, I, this does not feel unique or different to me. The only thing that's unique is he's 60 years old now. If John Harbaugh reaches a point where he decides he doesn't want to do it any longer, then bless him. Like, I get that. But I don't see anything right now that's that's unique or different in the way that he's reacting to frustrating losses than the many frustrating losses they've experienced over the years. All right, joining us now, uh, he's been a friend of ours for a long time, and uh, he's got a new gig. He has a new project. He and Adam Jones have launched the Adam Jones Podcast in partnership with the Baltimore Banner he is my friend, longtime uh, partner of ours, although never officially. We never worked together. We, I guess briefly we were working together at 105.7 here recently. I was trying to think about this. We've really n almost never been at the same place at the same time. He is our buddy, Jerry Coleman, and he's with us now here on GCR. What's going on, pal? How are you? What's going on, Glenn? Uh, I think we had a cup of coffee at uh, The Fan, yeah. and that was about it. I think that's yeah. it, which is remarkable, because you've been everywhere. I've been almost everywhere. Like, it's crazy. Uh, I do get to say this unironically this time. Good morning, Jerry, uh, which is always one of my favorite <laughs> things to say. Hey, buddy. Good morning. Uh, regarding Harbaugh, real quickly, yeah. I heard you uh, as I was on hold speaking uh, with your excellent producer, Griffin. You don't, you don't have to. Um, it's no. okay. He's, he's adequate. He's happy. All right. All right. I know how people pick on producers. I did that for, uh, and still do that. But Correct. anyway, Correct. Uh, Harbaugh told a mistruth yesterday. I was reading the transcript. Did you notice that? I didn't. What did he say? Where he sort of, I don't like to use the word lie because I like coach, but <laughs> did you read it? Jameson, I believe it was Jameson, asked, hey, uh, Lamar was late coming out. For practice, was there any particular was there any particular reason for that? Oh, and he lied. He said no. 
Oh. He, you know, he was there for he'll, it, it was a full practice, and then the injury report comes out limited. Hit. Wow, you're right. I am looking at the transcript right now. The, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson came out to practice late. Was there anything behind that? The answer, no. Just getting him warmed up. He had a full practice. Well, as we know. You know, the hilarious part is he normally doesn't answer any of those questions. Like, he right. normally just says... I can't believe he took it that far. Right. And why, why Why not just be transparent? The, it, I have said this to him repeatedly in, in, in a very nice manner. Why do you have to deceive or just not divulge information when it's going to be out there for the public domain in an hour? so funny i don't get that at all i really don't i don't he's understand why like that he's, well, yeah, so he's guarded he's guarded that. i agree but like normally if he doesn't want to say something he just says you know there'll be an injury report you'll see it when it comes out right like right it's the the typical friday there's thing. no tactical advantage man that is that is weird that he would just lie as uh, we found well, out he's, later. maybe he's conditioned yeah listen all coaches lie. Yeah, but All like there's a but Jerry, lie. to your point, there's a big difference between lying and just avoiding the question, right? Like making something up goes way beyond just saying, "Yeah, you know what? Um, you know, he we're gonna we're gonna have an injury report, and you'll see it on there later." I guess maybe in his mind he, that that creates something that he doesn't want him to create. I, that's weird, dude. That is really weird. I don't know why he yeah. would do that, but. Whatever, you're right. It's not worth conspiracy theories over. Drew, no, 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 Drew's no. We're here thought, to talk about the Adam Jones Right, right. Hang on, podcast, hang on. Just to follow right? that up, Drew's thought was that he thinks John looks tired, that he thinks he looks particularly exhausted by all of this this year. And I was like, I, I don't know, dude. You know, and you've certainly interacted with John even more than I have over the years. Um, I think when he's frustrated about a loss, he tends to be like this. Like, I don't see anything that says to me there's anything different, which doesn't mean that John couldn't at some point decide he doesn't want to do it any longer. He's 60 years old. But I don't know. I, I just don't see anything that's any different than any other frustrating loss that he's experienced over the years. Me neither. And 60s, actually, you know, I know there are a lot of 30-year-old coaches in the NFL, but there's also guys like Pete Carroll and, you know, 75 or whatever still going. Right. So I don't think he's slowing down. He's pretty well-conditioned. Uh, I know he's lifted weights every morning and all that, so maybe he just came from a, a weightlifting session I and know. <laughs> you know, drink enough energy drink or something. But, you know, I mean, six games into the season, I just hate to read too much into anything. I remind people, where were the Bengals last year after six games? Uh, that is a very fair point. That is an extraordinarily fair point. All right, so you went ahead and got a gig. And this seemed very natural. I know you've had a, a unique relationship with Adam Jones for a long time. Tell me about how this came about and the the podcast, which launched today. It did, and uh, unique's a good word. Adversarial uh, yep. used to be a great word uh, because that's how it all started out. Like, who is this punk kid coming up to me? And I wasn't a kid. I'm older than the guy. So who's this guy <laughs> coming up to me asking me all these, you know, obtrusive questions or upfront questions? And he used to really, really bitch about the fact that you weren't there every day. And, you know, stuff like that. Or if you just stood there and didn't ask a question, he did it like that. So, you know, we had this relationship. It cultivated, obviously. He went away. We stayed in touch. Uh, the Baltimore Banner, uh, it was a just a, a really ubiquitous diamond that they were coming into their fruition. They were looking to build their sports department. We approached them with this. 
And this is something we have talked about in the past about collaborating on a sports podcast. And now is the best time because he's a retired athlete. And as I say, ain't no athlete like a retired athlete when you want an honest, brutal opinion about something that's going on. And he has no allegiances and, uh, he doesn't hold back in the first episode, especially about the Orioles when it came to his, uh, messy departure yeah um still still trying to work on that relationship i know you and rita had him on earlier than me this uh, this might be a little bit more detailed but you guys uh it's a lot of the same in terms of the way he feels uh the relationship still is wide open Uh, i don't know where it is it's just left in the open right now and he's in philly looking for a cheesesteak as we speak because uh he's he's, uh, he's an ambassador he is an ambassador for Major League Baseball, whatever. And we get into this in the podcast. I asked him to define it. Basically, he is getting compensated uh, very well to uh, kiss babies, shake hands, and travel around the world, including the league and World Series, League Championship Series, and just you know attend these games and do stuff for MLB, Glenn. That doesn't seem like a bad way to spend some time, man. No, <laughs> I want that like, job. Right? I'd be willing to do that. So, so yeah, Jerry Coleman is with us. The Adam Jones Podcast launched today in partnership with the Baltimore Banner. You can find it there. Um, Jerry, what's interesting to me is after all that hullabaloo uh, when he was on with Reed and I in the spring, I, I remember, like, getting a lot of pushback. The Orioles were very mad at me, and I just I, – I said, look, man, I all I know is you got to fix it. That's it, right? Like, this seems like it shouldn't be that hard. Whatever happened to Well, happen. I went to that event. I remember going to that event, and an Orioles official, and I mentioned this, came running up to me, just so you know, we invited him. And, you know, he goes into detail about the invitation and all that and what they wanted him to do. And one of the things they wanted him to do was just say, like, I'm not coming out to do that, you know. If you want me, let's do it right. So he'll explain, but, right. you know, it's not the first thing they botched, and, you know, there's still ways to repair it. The relationship isn't severed, but it isn't in, you know, great states right now in terms of the way, you know, we see what the Ravens do with their alumni and the way they handle things. Guys, guys, unless, but, you're Bernard, unless you're Bernard, unless you're Bernard Pollard, right. you're probably welcome back in the building. You know, but we, you know what's hilarious about the Ravens is guys that like definitely weren't Ravens. Like Anquan Bolden, God bless the time that he spent in Baltimore. He's the one, right. one of the two or three Comes greatest. Ra- but like he, yeah. he says he's retiring and he identifies as a Raven. We're like, bro, love you. Like grateful for everything you did. Willis McGahee, same thing, right? Right. right. You're like, this is wild. Guys that weren't really Ravens in their career try to identify as Ravens afterwards. Steve Smith. Yeah, yeah, very much. Not, And I know he's kind of trying to rebuild the relationship with the Panthers and and make that matter. But, you know, it's wild to me, man. Like, just just, whatever it is, make it someone's job. Individually. To say I'm going to be the guy that come hell or high water is going to fix this. Like that, I, we're not going to move forward without fixing this because this dude is way too important to who we are and our fan base and the nucleus of the relationship with this city. Whatever we got to do, if we feel like we have to bend over backwards, we'll do that because we need to get it fixed. That's all. That's all. That's it. The end of it. End of story. Who cares about saving face or whatever? Stop. Just fix it. It just doesn't seem that hard. No. It's been a running problem with relationships with the uh, with a lot of the exes, I, I, and uh, I know that's true. I don't know if there's any undoing at all. There is for some people, not for others. 
that I've spoken to. All right, so you guys until, until there's a change. So you guys do this on the first one. What now? What next? Give me the whole rundown. How frequently you're going to be doing them? What are the topics? Okay. Like, give me what does this look like with the Adam Jones podcast now moving forward? All right, so it's going to drop once a week on Thursdays. Uh, we will record once a week, obviously, probably a day before, and it's going to be you know Baltimore centric. We're focusing on the Ravens. Uh, we will focus on the Orioles to a degree. This week we focus on the Orioles, who are still actually playing ex-Orioles, like Manny Machado and Trey Mancini. Uh, Adam goes into great detail about his departure from Baltimore. We discuss uh, a little bit, really not much, about the Giants game. We're looking ahead towards the Browns and talk about that, the wide receiver situation. Uh, we have a nice heated debate about Lamar and his contract and the fact that this guy's lost millions for not hiring an agent. Uh, we spotlight a high school athlete of the week each week, and we decided to forego a guest this week because we had so much to get to, Glenn. But Tori Smith's going to be on next week. Uh, we have, uh, you know, waiting in the wings, guys like Eric DaCosta, Buck Showalter, uh, Manny Machado, um, Barry Levinson, people like that. We're, we're really going to have a terrific guest list. And obviously, he has a lot of connections to people, and I'll, I'll just pull up the slack for the people that I know. Right, so. right. He's like, yeah, I'll get Manny Machado on. You're like, cool. I probably wouldn't have been able to done, do that. I probably... Right. It's going to be like yeah. Nick Markakis. It's going to be uh, Matt Nick, Weeders. Just Nick, and that's a big one. Nick Nick never does interviews. <laughs> like Nick That's is, what I said. Yeah. Oh, well, Nick Nick will come on with Adam. Oh, I, are, I, I have no doubt. Of course. Tight. Right. It make, makes yeah. all the sense in the world. So. I have no doubt that he would. Yeah. 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 Fortunately, Manny doesn't know how much I try trashed him after he left mm, Baltimore, so mm, hopefully that's water mm, onto the bridge. Yeah, didn't didn't you do it? Didn't you do a weird bit? Like, what if what if he has Google? I went like, out and booed him. Yeah, I went out and booed him. Crap and, you, and, you know what? I'm mad enough. We're gonna we're gonna play and talk about it. If he wants to laugh at me and curse me out, yeah. And uh, the banners include uh, encouraged us to use any type of language we deem necessary. We're trying to keep it family friendly, but. It can get a little spicy. I will tell you that. It'll get probably a little spicier as we move along. I, so. I, I have heard there have been times uh, where I've had to remind Adam that he was on radio. <laughs> <laughs> there were things. Thank God for that delay, right? Yeah, right? Like he would call someone a slap D, and I'd be like, hey, man, I get it, but uh, it's still not allowed to say oh, that. Oh, he loves to use that term. He that is not radio that. friendly. Though. Nope, you can't say that on the radio. You can say it a lot of places, but not on the radio. Well, it's cool, man. Um, again, the Adam Jones podcast, and you guys launched a, a Twitter as well at Adam Jones Pod, where people can follow it. Correct. Correct. I uh, you can go to thebaltimorebanner.com, but uh, you know, I would say you know, Apple, iTunes, go ahead, please give it five stars. We will love you forever. Leave a review also on Spotify, and if you want to see our mugs, I mean, that's the number one place would be YouTube. It's also up there. So uh, the first episode, I will say. Uh, we're working on my background because people yeah, love and the fact. I did notice it's uh, kind of like an ISIS hostage right, situation. Right, like that could definitely use a little bit of an upgrade. That definitely yeah. could use an upgrade. And then, uh, and it will. It quickly, you like. It, I mean, this is this is a once a week thing. Like, I mean, I'm not. I get that you're getting a little older, but I would like to think that you'd still be interested in working more than once a week. Um, do you have other plans in the offing moving forward? I think in 2023. Okay. Uh, I don't see anything before the end of the year besides the podcast, to be honest with you. Okay. Basically because of uh, where where I am, where, where things left. So 
Um, I think, yeah, you'll, you'll hear me on the uh, radio airwaves somewhere, hopefully in Baltimore. Um, could be in Florida, but hopefully in Baltimore, uh, because that's where the podcast is going to be based about uh, in 2023, unless something dramatic happens before then, but I don't foresee it right now. Okay. Um, so it, it's tough. I mean, you know, to be honest, just being on once a week after 30 years talking football on a daily basis, it's not easy, but uh, I've adjusted to it. All right. Well, we will look forward to whatever that is. In the meantime, I'm happy for you, man, and it uh, makes all the sense in the world. Thank you. This is, this is, Thanks for having me on. This is yeah, a perfect partnership. Uh, love you, brother. We'll talk to you soon, all right? It's, you got it, Glenn. It's Jerry Coleman. You guys know. Uh, it's we, J- Drew and I had all the fun in the world with Jerry Coleman over the years, but it's my guy. I love Jerry. I, I can't help it. You guys... Even if you think he's an instigator, even if you, I, I, I love the guy. I always have. I always will. Um, he's a friend, and uh, even when Drew and I were picking on him every morning, like we were friends. That was the point. That was why we were able to do that. And so, um, I've appreciated our relationship with Jerry over the years. Um, and by the way, Proctor, you, no, it was not Jerry Coleman. That's the. If we had lost Jerry Coleman, I would have been okay with that. I would have stomached that. It was not Jerry Coleman. Remember, we lost the best show to a show that doesn't exist. We lost, Jeremy Kahn and I lost to the Jerry Sandusky talk show, which is not a thing. There is no Jerry Sandusky talk show. It does not exist. That's the thing that we lost to in the best of the Baltimore Suns contest. It was three nominees for best uh, radio show or whatever it was. It was Glenn Clark Radio, (laughs) the Big Bad Morning Show. The Jerry Sandusky talk show. And again, I lo- Jeremy and I joked about it when we found out. It was one funny that this show was what was nominated. This isn't even a radio show. I know it's called Glenn Clark Radio, and I appreciate it. I want to make that abundantly clear. I was very appreciative of the Baltimore Sun considering us. That was a very nice thing to do. Also nominated me for best radio host. When again, at the time, when they announced the nomination, I was not back on the radio yet. Like... It was just for this. that I was the only guy that was nominated that wasn't a radio host. Now, clearly that's changed, and I'm back on the radio now. Uh, but they nominated three shows for best show. This show, Big Bad Morning Show, and the Jerry Sandusky talk show. And not only did they nominate a show that doesn't exist, but the voters of the best of Baltimore, and I don't know who these people are, <laughs> they decided to choose the show that doesn't exist as the winner which i gotta tell you is humbling (laughs) there have been a lot of things drew and i like to joke about how um a lot of people in radio when you lose a job you obsess over the the person that replaced you and like you judge things by like the person that replaced you we lost a job (laughs) and we got replaced by no one which was really humbling we were replaced by nothing on the old radio station. It was a hell of a thing, right? Like, sometimes you tune in. Jerry, I'm sure, is tuned in and been like, let's see what Cordell is doing tonight. You know, I, I'm sure Jerry likes Cordell quite a bit. They worked together for a long time. Like, we, we're, it's, it's natural when you lose a job in this business to then tune in to whoever that person is and tr- judge yourself against them. And normally it's so you can say, I'm better than them. I remember my friend Liz Drabick replaced me once upon a time on 105.7 years ago when I was there. And and I don't know if you call it hate listening or just like you're, you're almost obsessed with it. 
I would tune in and I'd be like, you know what? It makes sense. She's better than I am. They 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 upgraded. <laughs> I understand why they did that. They they made a good decision there. They made a good decision. They actually moved me to afternoons. That was what happened. Uh, they moved me to the Anita Marks show. In fact, we just had Anita on recently, uh, and that's the reason why I was moved off of the Ed Norris show. And then they put Liz on the Ed Norris show, and I was like, damn it, damn it, um, because I did like that show. I like being a part of it. Um, but I, I've never had anything quite like this. Never had an experience quite like losing out in a contest to something that doesn't exist. It is it is a weird feeling, man. It is a weird feeling. Like, I, if that's a zero, then what, I guess what they're saying is that Jeremy and I's shows are negatives. That's the only way we can't be as good as a show that's a zero, right? Like, what they're saying is... The best show in Baltimore is a zero. Everybody else is negative. Now, think about that for all the other shows. No offense, like Vinny and Haney, they weren't even nominated. So I guess it's saying that, like, the, the show that won's a zero, maybe the Big Bad Morning show is a negative two, and then we're, like, a negative four, and then everybody else is at least a negative six. Were we definitely, we were definitely behind, uh, well, I guess. Well, I, I don't know. We either, we either, either, it was either second or third place. I don't know which one, okay. because there were only three nominees, and nobody else was nominated. So, like, the, 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 the Lockin' for a Weinman show, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess they're saying that's a negative ten. <laughs> so we do have that going for us. Like, they're saying we're not quite as bad. But it is weird that we lost to a zero. <laughs> it means if we had done... Anything even remotely positive, I guess we would have won. Like, if we could have just been a, a point two, we would have been ahead of a zero. It's a shame. It's a real shame we didn't try a little harder. You know what? We'll do our best next year. Eh, that's not true. We'll do something next year. We'll it'll do, it'll we'll definitely do be our best. We'll do, eh, will yeah. it, though? Yeah. We'll, that yeah. is a sad statement if this is our best. <laughs> that is a sad statement. Oh, uh, if losing to a non-existent show doesn't teach you that featuring True Forrester much less frequently, <laughs> I don't know what will. Yeah, that's a good point, Proctor. And uh, and Jeff says, Jeff, for the record, I voted for you. Now, for what it's worth, all my homies tell me about how they like the Jerry Sandusky show. I'm going to guess they don't. Just going. Look, I, I, I don't know who. Like, I don't know if it was something that the public could vote for. I have no. Oh, you know what? We do. No, no, I do know that because uh, Jeremy and I started a campaign that you should vote for Priestley. I hope Priestley won because that's who Jeremy and I wanted us to vote for in the best radio host category. Um, we said go vote for Priestley. He's a great guy. He deserves it, and and we're idiots. Um, but so anybody could go vote, and I just not the type. Like, I can't be bothered to have people go. All right, we need to win this. I just don't care. Either you think I'm good or you don't. I don't give. I don't give a rat's ass. The checks tend to clear anyway. Some of them they do anyway. Um, like I'm. It's just not my thing. Like I'm never gonna be like that. And I know that I'd probably be in a better place professionally if I I cared like that and I fired people up. But it's just not. It's not in my DNA. And it, I don't think it ever will be. Um, so I didn't really push for anybody to go vote for us. So I'm guessing the people like that went to the Baltimore Sun website and saw it. Just people who recognize Jerry Sandusky's name and are like, "Oh, I like him. He's he says the haze in the barn," and so they clicked on it. And they don't know that it's not a show. I mean, they, I don't blame them. They just like Jerry Sandusky. He's the the guy with the the fellow with the hair that they've seen on on television for years. And they said, "We'll, we'll vote for him. He's he seems like a good enough man. Plus, he had to go through all that trouble when the other Jerry Sandusky was a monster. So let's let's vote for him." But like. 
How weird had it had, did it have to be for Jerry Sandusky when they called him and said, "By the way, you won best talk show," <laughs> and he was like, "What? <laughs> like, I don't do that. What are you talking about? I I haven't done a talk show in." 15 years or whatever it's been since Jerry Sandusky ever did radio on WBAL. Like, what What in the world? It had to be very confusing to Jerry Sandusky when he found out that he won. Be- it would be like if they called me today and they were like, hey, congratulations, you won best vegan coffee shop. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I did? Huh. Well, well, do I get a plaque for it? <laughs> it's like, cool, but I don't, that that doesn't make sense. Like, imagine if you woke up the morning they were announcing the nominees for the Oscars and you found out you were nominated for Best Cinematography. You're like, wow. I wouldn't be surprised. Wow. Yeah, the way you're riding that game, I'm not sure you're going to get the Best Cinematography. <laughs> I'm not saying right now, just in general, the way that you've ridden the game. I think it might you might miss out on the yeah. cinematography. I, you'd probably be quite confused by that news. Be like, I, I did? Huh. Well, I can't say I'm not deserved. This happens to me all the time. There's a an inspirational author whose name is Glenn Clark, and people will tweet out quotes from the inspirational author, Glenn Clark, but they will, like, I guess go to at tweet Glenn Clark, and it auto-fills to Glenn Clark Radio. And so I will have, like, every couple of years, there will be a day where an inspirational tweet from Glenn Clark gets attributed to me, and I'll be like, Dude, that was really smart when I said that, wasn't it? <laughs> like, I just take credit for it. Maybe you did say. It. I mean, you say a lot of things. So. I do say a lot of things. So. These, I don't think, I, are no. things that I said. But if I were Jerry Sandusky, I would just celebrate it. Like, yeah, hell yeah, I did have the best talk show, didn't I? I totally did. <laughs> Standing around in my bathroom, <laughs> talking to the mirror. I had the best talk show in Baltimore. Everybody else sucked. Weird bit, dude. Weird bit. All right. Uh, when we come back in, we'll get a tidbit, we'll get two bit of wind down for a Thursday edition of GCR. Have you been to Guilford Hall Brewery? Located in Baltimore's Station North neighborhood, Guilford Hall Brewery breaks the craft brew mold with their great handcrafted microbrews and amazing Bavarian-style food selections. Join Guilford Hall seven days a week for Orioles, Ravens, and all of your favorite college games. Make plans now to watch the big games, play trivia, or bring your dog for yappy hour. They even have free valet service on Friday and Saturday nights. Go to guilfordhall.com for a complete schedule of events, beer listings, and food and drink specials. We'll see you at Guilford Hall Brewery. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. What's up, everyone? This is Tyus Bowser, and I'm excited to tell you that I'm back with season two of the Tyus Bowser Show in partnership with Pressbox and Great Ace Memorabilia. Join us on Tuesday nights throughout the season as I'll be heading all over town with my special guests. And of course, our co-hosts, Glenn and Rita. What is it, Rita and Glenn? What is it? I look forward to meeting you guys and talking a little bit about football and a lot about life. And if you happen to miss the show, you can now catch a replay Friday nights on 1057 The Fan. Get all of your details for the Tyus Bowser Show right now at Pressbox 
bxonline.com slash Bowser. The next Tyus Bowser show is Tuesday, November 1st at the Hamilton Sports Bar and Grill, 5506 Hartford Road. It's brought to you by Maryland Vascular Specialists and the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. Sports betting has come to Maryland, and we're ready to help you win some money. Tune in for Simply the Bets every Tuesday morning at 1140. Fendel Sportsbook GM Leon Twyman and VEASAN's Aaron Oster join the guys every week to give you all of the info you need and offer you a few winners. And every other Thursday at 1140, tune in for Weekend at Bookies as Andrew Stecka and Alloy Sports' Brad Cronthal help make you some money for the weekend. So come win some money with us on Simply the Bets every Tuesday and Weekend at Bookies every other Thursday. Brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland. Listen at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. Watch at YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline. Glory Days Grill's Oktoberfest menu is now running. It's one of their most popular seasonal menus all year. It features the chicken schnitzel, the Oktoberfest brewer's platter, the brewer's sausage sandwich, the Bavarian burger with a pretzel bun, the cheddar ale soup, the slam dunk pretzels, and the apple cobbler. All of these meals pair well with Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on draft. Dine in or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. Check out Jeremy Kahn's daily picks at PressBoxOnline.com as he tries to find you daily winners. And speaking of winners, here's a man who once won a media curling contest. And I don't think anything else. He's Glenn Clark. All right, back in here as we wind down for a Thursday edition of the program. Today's show has also been brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Tacoma. To reflect your unique personality and driving habits, check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. Uh, yes, John, uh, I also, there is a Glenn Clark that was a lacrosse player who's now a lacrosse coach in the uh, in the uh, indoor league. Um, and whenever I, whenever I work a lacrosse event, not actually, you know, it, it hasn't happened. Now that I've been doing lacrosse for the better part of a decade as well, it happens less frequently. But in the first few years that I started doing lacrosse, there would inevitably be a conversation where somebody like, oh, yeah, Glenn Clark's working the game. And they'd be like, oh, wow, from Toronto? No. No. No, not that one. Some dope in Baltimore. Some idiot in Baltimore is going to work the event. But no, I don't. I get that far less frequently now, thankfully. Because <laughs> that was, it always is a little bit tough, right? When, like... Like, hey, I'm happy to be here, and they're really unhappy that you're not the person they thought you were. Oh, my God. One of my favorite stories all time. So if people really remember, going back a ways in 2005 when I started in radio, um, they called me. It was back in the day when, like, radio people had to have nicknames. Like, you didn't go by your name. You had a radio name, and they decided my radio name was going to be Coach G. Which made no sense. I was not a coach. Nice. But I was you doing mean... sports, right? So I my nickname was going to be Coach G. I believe it came from something else, and I can't remember what it was. Um, at first, when I started, I wasn't always in studio on the Norris show. A lot of times, I would be calling in. And one day, Jeff Barn from Fox 45 was filling in for Ed on the Norris show. And... I guess they assumed he listened and they like knew who I was because I was the sports guy and like, oh, Coach G's calling in. And they said, well, what is he calling in to talk about? Well, there's a Maryland basketball tonight because Maryland basketball aired on 105.7. So he called in to preview the Maryland basketball game. And I swear to God, 
because Gary Williams was the coach, Jeff Barnd thought Coach G meant Gary Williams. So he's he would he, he like the conversation went like this. He's like, "Hey, what's going on, Coach?" <laughs> and I didn't know Jeff Barnd at the time. He's a great guy. Got to know him uh, the years that followed. Really great guy. Um, I said, "Hey, Jeff, good to talk to you," or whatever I said. <laughs> And he said, you guys got a big game tonight. And I was like, yeah, Maryland's playing whoever the F they were. Boston College. It's it's an important one. Maryland's won four in a row or whatever. And he said something like, how do you guys get ready for the the start of ACC play or whatever he said? And I was like, well, that's on the coaches. (laughs) (laughs) I'm... Just going to talk about it with you. <laughs> and so I, I think we did an opening day broadcast together that year from uh, one of the bars downtown. And it was, I, I don't I don't know if it was the first time I actually met Jeff, but like it was one, it, so I don't, and I don't know why Jeff was doing the broadcast for us because I want to say Ed was there. Um, but Jeff was there with us. And I come up to him, I'm like, hey man, it's good to see you again. And he was like, can I tell you something? And I looked at him, I said, you thought I was Gary Williams. And he said, yes. <laughs> I 100% saw on my sheet, Coach G is calling in, talk about Maryland basketball, and I thought that meant Coach Gary, Coach <laughs> Gary Williams. And I thought I was talking to Gary Williams. I said, very close, almost almost identical in accomplishment. What if you had just really. kept going with it and then and, – and you- well, I didn't realize what was happening. Right. At first. Okay. Like That's he, fair. That's I. Fair. It yeah. took me until afterwards to realize what had happened. Like I hadn't done all the math. I remember I was like 22 or whatever I was at the time. I was your age. Like I was, I was very unqualified to be in the position that I was in. I don't know why. Oh, I remember. I, I had worked at Maryland in the SID office, and they were like, "Hey, we want somebody on that knows about Maryland." And so I said, "All right." And they suggested me, and I got this gig because one of five seven had gotten the rights to the Maryland games. And so um, <laughs> it was it was funny. It was really funny. I appreciated it. Like I was able to laugh about it. Uh, remember, a few years ago, we had a situation where Kyle had booked both uh, Marty Smith from ESPN and Marty Morningweg for the same week mm. and he told me that marty morningweg was com- coming on he called marty smith ah so i introduce marty morningweg i'm like here he is the former offense coordinator of the ravens nfl head coach he's got a new podcast out and uh let's welcome in marty morningweg and all i hear is click oh <laughs> click and i'm like did i was it something i said and all of a sudden, I just watch Kyle's face, like very confused. He goes to his phone, and he's like, and I said, what? <laughs> what? And it hit me. I knew. I was like, you booked Marty Smith, he said. Well, I called Marty Smith. I said, oh, my God. Now, thankfully, Marty Smith from ESPN is maybe the nicest human being that's ever lived. It's like part of his canon is that he is just the kindest human being that's ever lived. So Kyle calls Marty Smith back, and he's like, Hey man, I really effed up. And Marty Smith had a great time with it. We had a wonderful segment, and, and we love Marty Smith. He's the best. So these things happen. Um, like if, I, I know today you're feeling down because you booked, you thought you booked Le'Ron McLean, yeah. but it was actually tomorrow. And 
we kind of look like horses' asses there. These things happen. These, they occur. We move forward. It's the way that it goes. Uh, yeah, that would have been a better answer. Proctor says, why didn't you just say, uh, how do you guys get ready for the game? I don't know. Probably a 30-pack of Beast and some nachos. I might shower pregame. Depends on how long I sleep in. At 22 years old, that is exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly <laughs> the way that it was going. All right, let's get a tidbit. Tidbit is brought to you today by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland. Man, love me some FanDuel Sportsbook. That is the spot, man, for you to watch and bet on all of the games. Same game parlay plus now available. Uh, coming soon, cash out options on your parlay bets. We are really excited about uh, getting down again to the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino in Hotel Maryland. If you want to be there this weekend, they always have huge crowds for football games, so encourage you to email events at sportssocialmd.com. Yeah, maybe I'll, I got an angle for you, potentially, that you oh. can use at the FanDuel Sportsbook oh. with my tidbit, tidbet kind of. Uh, so the Giants, they will be the first team since 2009 and the 10th team ever to be a uh, an underdog in at least week five or later of the NFL season while having a record uh, win percentage of above 800 on the season and facing a team under 400. Man, okay. And so so they're coming in as a dog. Okay. And so the previous nine have never won the game. Whoa. And have never even covered in the game when facing a team under 400. This is the weird bit, right? Like, I could understand the Jags being favored at home. I don't get why it's three points. Now, again, the argument to be made is if they're going to win, they're likely going to win by three points. Like, I understand that, but I feel like if the Jags are going to be favored, it should be like a point and a half at most. Like, this is this is starting to get a bit comical with the Giants. Like, it really is starting to be... I, I understand we don't think they're exceptionally good on paper, but we're just we're just hiding our eyes from what they're actually doing. It's a very weird bit that we're doing with this. Yeah. Um, to your point. Yeah. Keep in mind though, the angle I gave earlier in the week did not hit both of the, was the both of the NBA games on oh, yeah. Tuesday night. I think yeah, I, I said to really, take the under. Really have to and they both hey, how over. about Damian Lee last night? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. How about D Lee? How about Calvert Hall's own? Now for our Phoenix Suns, of course, we lost Jalen Smith. We got a Baltimore kid back, and D. Lee hitting the game winner last night. Did you see the video of Steph Curry celebrating? Uh, I didn't see the video. I okay. heard about right, it, but right, I did not right, see the right. video yet. Let's pull up both these things before okay. the show ends today. Okay. Let's try again on the yeah. Russell Wilson thing that you botched the first time. Not been Griffin's finest day. <laughs> like, there will be better, I hope. There will be better. Um, we th There's a terrible, my God, Russell Wilson did another Subway video. It's just, like, I, I don't, somebody has to stop him. It's not it's not hard to make semi-grown worthy videos but that are actually funny like what's what we're doing with our stupid TikTok videos right now like they're not they're not brilliant they're not over the top but we throw in a little we let Griffin have a bit of a punchline in there at the end it's fine right like it's it's fine it's it's harmless it's silly it's nothing like these are god awful do you have what what is going on I was on? trying to find the Steph Curry one all right I have the oh, Russell Wilson absolutely. one now Wait, 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 wait. Oh, my wait. God. Oh, uh, my God. Why is this hard? Here are all the dangerous ways. Danger witch. So bring it down. One. What? It, 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 it's just, it, it what? doesn't want me to bring it down. There we go. I call this one. 
dropping in. Right. Yeah, you know what? You do yeah. need to see it. I've taken. I've changed yeah. my mind. You need to and, see it. And you they, have to they see keep it. throwing in the. Yes, and the sound effects are way. They're, like the the audio mixing on that is so god awful. I don't have the words for it. And by the way, it's not even one of the top five biggest problems of the video. Yeah. Go find it. Go find <laughs> it. Go find it. Uh, did you find the Steph Curry thing? Not yet. Not, not yet. Why is this? Where are you searching? And what are you searching? Now I'm using Twitter. And what are you searching? Curry, Damian Lee. Don't. don't you're trying too hard. You're trying too hard. Just search Damian Lee. It'll come up. That's all you got to do. All right, here. He, he, took a, he took a video of himself, right? Yes. Okay. All right, I have it. This is uh, Steph Curry celebrating his brother-in-law, Damian Lee. <laughs> come on. Yeah, Dave. Stick with it. Stick with it. The kid's asleep. I don't care. Stick with it. Woo! What? I'm sorry, I can't. It's crying. I woke him up. <laughs> he was yelling so loud he woke his kid up, and the kid started crying. You dummy. You dummy. What are you, a noob? Everybody knows better than that. We've also all done it at some point in our lives. But, yeah, Damian Lee with a furious comeback from the Suns last night against the Mavericks hits the game winner uh, in his debut with the Phoenix Suns, which was great news for your boy. Your boy was very happy about that. I don't know if anybody else cared. But GC cared a great deal about that result. That was a neat moment. All right. Uh, what else do you have for us? Uh, so Justin Verlander moved into first place with the most uh, postseason strikeouts in Major League Baseball history. So I want to, uh, you know, see who the guys who, first of all, who he passed yesterday because he got 11 strikeouts last night. So he was in second entering the night. With those 11, he moved into first place, passing this other active pitcher. Uh, and then I wanted to see Verlander? if you could, uh, not Verlander, Verlander is, yeah, yeah Verlander right. is number one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He passed another active pitcher. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to see if we could round out the top 10, how many of the top 10 you could get. I don't, I don't know. Um, cause now you got to do opportunity here. I'll say, cause it, it seems like they have to be modern because again, there's been way more postseason in modern times. I'll say, I'll say yeah, Kershaw. Kershaw is number two. That's who we passed last okay. night. So Verlander at 219, Kershaw at 213. I'll say Clemens. Roger Clemens is top five, 173 for Roger Clemens. I'll say... Man, I'll say... I'm trying to think of which one of the... Lincecum. Not Tim Lincecum, okay. No. Is there a Giants pitcher on the list? There is not a Giants oh, pitcher on the list. All yeah. Right. All right. Well, they, that's weird, given it all the opportunity weird. that they had. Uh, how about... How about... How am I? How about... Actually, this guy ended his career with the Giants. Uh, Randy Johnson? Mm-hmm. Randy, Randy Johnson. Johnson. Randy Johnson is number uh, eight, I believe. 132. Okay. Actually, no, he's number 10. 132 for Randy Johnson. How about Johnson. Pettit? Just opportunity. Yes, Andy Pettit right ahead of uh, Roger Clemens. 183. He is t- fourth. How about Pedro Martinez? Pedro Martinez is not uh, only only 96 for Pedro oh. Martinez. There is a Red Sox pitcher, though. Kurt only. Schilling? Not, uh, Kurt Schilling, 120, not top 10. Proctor wants to guess uh, Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer is where there he is f- uh, sixth. Sixth there is Scherzer. One hundred sixty-four. Good job, Proctor. 
How about I, the wild card? How about Mariano Rivera? That's a good guess. He has a lot. Not top ten though. Only 110 for Mariano Bomb. Rivera. That guy sucks. Uh, how about man? Uh, how about Adam Wainwright? Adam Wainwright is a good guess, just outside the top ten though, with 123. Hey. How about how about uh, uh, uh Glavin? Mm-hmm. Yep, Glavin, 143. He is uh, eighth, eighth on this list. How about Maddox? Maddox is just outside the top ten as well, 125. How about Smoltz? Smoltz is number three, oh. 199 oh. career strikeouts for how John Smoltz. That? Yeah. How about that? Um. So you've got the top six. All right, let's move this along. It's 12-15. We, okay. we had a great chance uh, to get out of here. Guy who uh, went into the Hall of Fame not wearing a hat. Mike Messina, really? Mike Messina, 145. Wow. Okay. He is right behind Scherzer. All right. Right ahead of Gla- uh, Glavine. All right. Um, who else? Come on, quickly. We gotta, uh, number we nine, he, is, he started his career with the Red Sox. Got a lot of them with the Red Sox. Then he won a World Series with another team. Oh, John, sure. Lester. John Lester. John Lester, yes. Yeah, 133, sure. one strikeout ahead of Randy Johnson. Sure. Okay, that's it? They yep, that is the top 10, yeah. All right, very good. You got it all. Very Garrett good. Garrett Cole has 127, so he will okay. likely punch yep. his way in there. Yeah. All right, Tubular is brought to you by the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. If you're head to the game on Sunday, stop by the game day firehouse ahead at the, uh, game, at the uh, Firefighters Union Hall, 1202 Ridgely Street, just west of the stadium. Sample some delicious food from the Ginsu Kamado Grill. You can sign up to win your own Ginsu Kamado Grill and $500 worth of grilling meats. Ginsugrills.com. Use the code TAILGATE, and you can save $100 on your order. Here's coming up totally tubular-wise. As I mentioned earlier, Sports Equinox this evening. Everything in action. Amazon Prime Video for Saints Cardinals at 815 College football, ESPN for Virginia, Georgia Tech at 7.30, ESPNU for Troy, South Alabama at 7.30. TBS for Game 2 of the ALCS, uh, Yankees-Astros, Luis Severino, Framber Valdez, the pitching matchup. NBC Sports Washington, Capital Senators at 7, ESPN Plus and Hulu, Devils-Islanders at 7.30. Fox Sports 1, MLS playoffs, FC Cincinnati in the Philadelphia Union at 8, LA Galaxy taking on LAFC at 10 o'clock. Um, some soccer this afternoon on the USA Network. Fulham and Aston Villa square off. You always throw out all the records when those teams get together. NBA tonight on TNT. Bucks 76ers at 7.30. Clippers-Lakers at 10. And the Golf Channel for round one of the PGA CJ Cup at 3 o'clock. Non-sports highlights. Not really. They must have known it was a sports equinox. The only thing is uh, episode 7 of the of season 4 of Atlanta on FX right. at 10. All right. Very good. Thanks today to Danell Ellerby. Thanks also to Jerry Coleman and the KZ. We'll get it all up in the greatest hits section of the tabaclenclarkradio.com. Uh, tomorrow on the program, Stan the Fan joins us. Uh, baseball writer Tyler Kepner. He's got a new book out about the history of the World Series. We'll talk to him about that. Probably a little Orioles and playoffs as well. Uh, Bo Smoka will join us. We'll preview the Browns with Gerard Cherry. We'll preview Maryland Northwestern with uh, one of my favorite uh, names in all of football, Jake Butt. Uh, former NFL tight end, Michigan tight end, uh, will join us. He's on the call for Big Ten Network and stuff and things on the program tomorrow. Thanks to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including 
Glory Days Grill, the Baltimore County Police Department, Royal Farms, Costas Inn, the Maryland Five Star, Guilford Hall Brewery, Great Eights Memorabilia, the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, Maryland Vascular Specialist, the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Griffin at Griffin underscore Bass. Follow us, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Thursday night. Go Astros for sure. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks too.